for those of you who are listening on other platforms, we may read stuff or make comments on things our live audience is saying. One example of this is our weekly IPA reviews. We often have members of our live audience drinking along with us, and we add their scores to help us create a more accurate average. If you ever want to check us out live as we're doing the podcast, head to twitch.tv slash blocks apart. If you want to look at our topics for the following week or partake in our IPA testing, you can find us on Discord. Type exclamation mark Discord to join. Uh, welcome to the TGI podcast where we talk about the four most important topics worldwide. Tunes, gaming, IPAs and mental health. Thank God it's Monday. Today on the podcast, we have Jack. I need to Hello. ask you a question. Go ahead. You can ask me whatever <laughs> question you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fine. Don't worry about it. No, Everyone just go. Just go. Paste in the question. <laughs> Jack, we have Jack Lemsey. Uh, how are you doing? Hello. And what's your best movie um, ever? I'm doing amazing. And Pulp Fiction is the best movie ever. And no one can tell me otherwise. Awesome. Thank you very much. No we worries. have Benky, Darth Benky, Harry. How are you doing, dude? And what is the best movie ever for you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good, thank you. Um, Sharknado 6. I... <clears throat> I'll tell you. That is... No, I'm obviously joking. It's, uh, it's Star Wars Rogue One because of the Vader hallway scene at the end is just, um... Oh. I must say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. We have Tom. I'm the shark, the other half of Blocks Apart. Welcome yeah. in, and what's the best movie ever? Oh, uh, probably for me, it would be probably be Princess Mononoke. Never heard of it. Ooh. Okay, okay, okay. I'll see where you are. Was that what we were yeah. watching the other day? It, it was, yeah. yeah. Indeed. Mm. No, it's an amazing film. Very nice, From very nice. Metric um, Look and at it. I'm Lewis, Blocks Part Void Night. Um, welcome in. Um, my best movie ever, probably Cloud Atlas. I don't know if anyone's watched it. It's really long, but it's about loads of stories that are intertwined and how they it's got Tim Honks work it, through right? history. Tom Hanks, yeah. Tim Honks. Tim Honks. Yeah. Is that his goose name? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> you made um, me watch it. It sucks, said Sam. Nice. Yeah, we made this all I watch fell asleep it, when we yeah. watched it. It doesn't you suck. Asleep. You just lack the brain power to appreciate it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Metric Wolfie redeemed a cheeky wink, so, um... Oh! You can have that. Void Knight! Void Knight, Christ. Cool. Look at him. <clears throat> so, um, also tonight we are finishing off the charity drive that's happened all week. We have smashed our target. I think we're now at 150%, which is amazing. We've made over £450 for Mind Mental Health. Very good news. Thank you to everyone who's donated. We really appreciate it. Mm. We're going to do other things like Thank this in the so future, much. but we felt like we needed to do this not only to celebrate and kind of, um, you know, bring this podcast a bit further into the into the foray, but also to raise some money for, for mental health um, as well, which is great. We've done that. Very, very good news. Mm -hmm. So first thing on the agenda tonight, IPA in-depth review. So I believe that means... We are doing the signature brew backstage IPA. Cool. <clears throat> Idea's not here because she's elsewhere, but I'm gonna Oh my god, this is pain. Don't drop it. Pain. So 
last week we had the other one of these. Uh, the name defeats me. What it was called, Roadshow or something? Oh, anyway, it didn't do yeah, very roadie. well. Yeah, Roadie. It was awful. It was like drinking water. It was awful. <laughs> um, but this one is the winner of the Cyber, whatever that stands for, uh, Southeast oh, Gold no. Award for Best Canned IPA. Backstage is as ambitious as it is noteworthy. The beer delivers on its access all areas promise as it unlocks a myriad of tropical flavors, including passion fruit, tangerine, and berries. Throw in an encore of pine and crisp citric notes, and you've got yourself a party. Stack them high and drink them cold. 5.6%. Bish bash bosh. It's a music-inspired beer. What a what a, with some of the world's best musicians. Wow. It's I'd also be um... to know who that be there. Rob Lynch is one of them for Signature Brew. Oh. So a Death of Anna. Really? Yeah, yeah. Who's, who's mm-hmm. It's Rob not Lynch. the end of Death the of world. Uh, he's a singer, uh, singer-songwriter, Rob Lynch. I mean, um, he's really the good. one last week got... I it was awful. It just, Death of Anna you'd really like, I think, Lewis. And Tom. Mm. I like Death, Death of Anna. Anna. I've got a yeah, vinyl yeah. of this. Damn! They're okay. They're okay. Damn. Big flex already. Right, we're Damn, cracking this. Wait! Knows. Tom. Ah. <laughs> yes. yes. Let me move my mic. Are you ready? It's not as hot. We're I made it to... earlier this this week. There. <sighs> God. Yummy, yummy. That's a ten. Right, Tom. Can you give us the countdown for uh, for oh. our cracking? Does anyone in chat know how to do averages? <laughs> Zara. <laughs> Great, um, <laughs> or dazzle them. Um, yeah, um, yeah, okay, let's What's do the crack. Just give right. us a three second countdown. Are, Silence, Are you all ready? Are you all ready? Yes, three, yes, two, one, crack. Oh, that was nice. Bloody lovely. That, that was an number. array of crack. My microphone. Oh, this smells like Spain. Oh, mine's actually frozen. Like, it's actually got ice in it. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm living in Spain. Now, now those those were some faces. Um... Fuck. Oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Oh. No. <sighs> Fucking hell. Someone get me a gin tonic. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh right. god! Ladies and gentlemen, we are going oh, to I'm sensing some opinions as well. Cool. We do our special oh, topic while I'm recovering. Yes. Oh my we're god! This might doing our send me into a coma this week. Uh, <laughs> today, this week, um, we were googling a few bits and bobs that we could do as sort of our special. Uh, for example, like last week with Valentine's Day. Um, but the mental health topic linked in with the special. So basically, I got the absolute privilege of being able to sort of choose like a random question that um, we would sort of, you know, answer. So, Tom. Yes. You there with me? I am. I'm here. Hope you're well. Oh, if you boy. could be on a desert island with one celebrity, who would it be and what would you oh. do? Um, this is a desert island that's like got trees and beaches and stuff so you have a chance to do is that really the question yeah I'm going to prison (laughs) what the fuck I don't think you could say that anyway Tom who would it be Um, oh right well 
I'm not gonna lie. It would. It would. It would probably. I don't exactly know who, but it'd probably be at least a musician that can sing well, like either a cappella or acoustically. Um, because if I'm if I'm gonna die on a desert island, I want to be serenaded. Um, about dying, bro. There's trees yeah. and stuff. You got you got you got potential. Oh, have you seen me? I am dying. Have you seen us play things like Green Hill or Raft? Like, <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. Like, I'm not surviving. Like, all right, give us a musician, Tom. Come on, oh. one musician that you would love to be serenaded for until you die. Obviously, except me and Jack. <laughs> Probably. Oh. Bring the bass. I think truth. it would have to be. I think. I think Bieber Doobie. Okay. I think so. Oh. Fair play. Fair play. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you're accepting death, are you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Fair play. Okay. Uh, nothing. Nothing. Jack, nothing whilst Lewis is about to kill himself with an extra sip of that beer. Um, <laughs> if you were to be on a desert island, let's remember that you don't have to die. Tom chose yeah. to. Fair play. Um, and you could be with one person. Um, who would that person be? One celebrity, Courtney Laplant. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't need a reason. <laughs> we must uh, the lead singer of Spirit Box. No, 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 no. Nothing about that. I'm no, you know that word that we can't say anymore. Um, her musical talent is second to none. Okay, no, I just want to be sung to by her. All right, her vocals are amazing and. She's also quite nice to look at, right? Leave me alone. <laughs> would you choose to die? Or would you choose to try and build something? Yes, Zara, that word. Um, Shrimping. I Other than a relationship. Would, you know, uh, no, that, that word's awful, dude. What do you mean? <laughs> um, I think I have a skill set that would help in survival. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. I was, I was a Boy Scout. <laughs> <laughs> and he came out... Oh, no, I can't say that. Lewis! <laughs> Can I Lewis, go last? Lewis, Lewis, Lewis. You are going last. I'm asking the fucking question. Oh, fuck. Um, Lewis, if you were to live on a desert island with one person, who would it be? One celebrity. And would you choose to die or would you choose to try and build some kind of society? It's going to have to be Ariana Grande. It's the only way. Oh, it's, it's the only way. Somebody want to move him to it's the, the bulk. No, the I can't. Way... Miss up the thing. Hey, I didn't, say, the I, wanted, I didn't say I wanted any of that. I just said, you Lewis, know. but before we got into the questions, what did you say? You said, oh my God, I'm going, I'm going to, to prison. <laughs> <laughs> what would you um, choose to do on the island, Lewis? Bunk indeed. I think we'd survive. Yeah? I bet you would. <laughs> I think I think we'd survive uh, together. <laughs> okay, okay, right. We talk about music. Enough said. Oh. <laughs> talk about music. Sure you would. I think, I think she's got quite a lot of stories to tell, you know? She's a very famous pop star. I reckon she's got loads of stories. You'd never be bored for stories. Uh... I'm trying to make this not inappropriate. It's really hard. <laughs> uh, 
Right, okay. Mariana would swim for it. <laughs> you wouldn't survive, Lewis, no matter who it was. <laughs> Lewis is trying to get out of the hole he's dug. It's too deep. Yes. Jack it's said Courtney deep. LaPlante. I'm sorry. Yeah. But this is the same thing. I just want to be sung to. Just because you know I'm in love with Ariana Grande, <laughs> it doesn't mean... Right, that's okay. That's what I was thinking. Okay, Benky, if you were on a deserted island with one celebrity, who who would yours be? Um, oh, do I go Thanks, legitimate or do I go full <laughs> Lewis on it? I'm gonna. I would. I would be on a des- deserted island with uh, the one and only Raul Reynolds, lead singer of Vendor Shikari. The reason I would choose Raul Reynolds is, first of all, he's my absolute inspiration, an amazing person, an amazing musician. So I would have shitloads to talk about. Um, He's a genius, so chances are we'd end up making music out of wildlife and, and nature. And finally, I think he's a very knowledgeable and insightful man. So I think he could really help us build some kind of um, <clears throat> some kind of society. You know, uh, if it wasn't Ralph Reynolds, it would be Daisy Ridley for obvious reasons. <laughs> if you don't know who Daisy Ridley is, she's Ray from Star Wars. If you don't know who that is, then fuck off. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> the anger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I mean, god. I was going to have my Z list celebrity conversation, but um. Yeah. We all need a bonk. I don't. I don't know about that. We all need a bonk, but not Tom. Hey. Not Tom. Tom, Tom is, is probably amazing. in love with Bieber Doobie as well. So. Yeah, but I'm asexual, so I get a pass. <laughs> 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 Still bonk. <laughs> oh, Still loving bonks. Oh man, it's been ultimate bonk. Not gonna this, lie, I'm place. loving Lewis's face every single time he drinks this. This is a. Uh, it's it is gold. It is revolting. If I was washed up on a desert island with this shit, I'd fucking drown myself. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I want to hear about it now. Come on. Oh, oh, oh you want to hear about it now? Okay. Yeah. Come on. Mm. God, okay. Let me have another oh, taste. this is bad. Right, Murray's, are you here? Just chug it. But, bro, I... fine. <laughs> God. Oh, fucking hell. If I chug this, that I'll give myself rough. brain freeze. <clears throat> if I chug this, I'll give myself instant death. Oh, Revolting. Oh, it's like fucking... Yes. Chug, chug, chug. You ever gone full bear grills and drank your own piss? Bye, our brand new signature group backstage IPA. Drunk (laughs) by famous musicians such as Chester Bennington. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, God. Well. Right, then. Right. Hi, G. How are you? <laughs> this is fucking repulsive. Um, right, uh, let's go for taste then. This is the worst tasting thing. It's worse than toast. This it's, is zero. It's this is zero really awful. It's shit. Oh, Jack, those scores. It is, it's terrible. I can't Oof. drink this. Lemsy's giving it a one. Let's change the change change the scene. Can I do a guess the lyrics in a bit, Archimedes? Yes. Yeah, yes. I don't oh, do it now. Actually, yeah. we'll put our answers in chat. Do it right now. Smash it in. Right. Four. I don't think you can give it a zero. Are you serious? Are we allowed to give zero? Oh, wait, I've given a zero. Yeah, it's fine. 
yeah, um, Springfield. Um, um, what am I giving it for aftertaste? Well, what are you? Zero. It's horrible. This it, it's four zeros for me, Chief. <clears throat> this is fucking revolting. Nah, it is pretty crisp. It is pretty crisp. I'll give it that. Fucking almost knocked my block off. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sarah. Okay. Well, I mean, she's redeemed hydrate, but fortunately, hydrate. I've just water. down the beer. Zara, right, I've got myself some Highland Spring. I will give it a free on Christmas. Drinkability. The lyrics in no, chat. Yeah. We take the pain every day. Could we be the same on the other side? I'll try my luck again, again. Uh, I don't no. recognise that. No. I can't do averages without day. ratings. Could we be the same on the other side. I'll try my luck again, again. <clears throat> Four zeros from you, Benki. Yeah, it's just pointless. Uh, and ones from Sam. Hmm. I really don't know these lyrics. Anyone in chat know these lyrics? I don't. I don't know we take lyrics. the pain every day. Could we be the same on the other side? I'll try my luck again, again. Ooh, he's picked a tricky one here. I really don't know. It sounds taste sort of average zero point five. Well, to taste average zero point five. Yeah. I feel like I recognise them, but I don't know. They sound sort of emo rock era. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Can we have a clue? Yeah, just a clue. The starting letter of the band. I don't know. Sounds emo for sure. Yeah. Clue. clue. Two point two five for crispness. <laughs> <clears throat> Drinkability is 0.33, is it? 0.25. This oh. is going to be, I reckon, the lowest ever. This is the like, lowest ever. It's full stop. Toast. toast got 2.14. definitely Elton John. Oh, it's oh, Scope. Yeah, I think Scope's got it. <laughs> Scope Ninja. He's in chat. Hello. Do you fair, I don't think we've actually asked oh, him. How's everybody, how is everybody doing today? How's everybody doing today? Oh. In chat. I don't think it is emo rock, you know. I I don't I never know. Crap! Hold on a sec. Um, no wait, Archimedes. Can I ask you? Is it a male solo singer? Because if it is, then I think I know who it is. Or you good? <clears throat> thanks. Well, he's googled it. We, oh, I can tell good. by the way he's looking at his PC. Well, I don't think these guys are good after drinking. See my screen. Um, first <laughs> question: out. How is everyone in chat while we're waiting for that to come through? Are you yes. all okay? How is everyone? Tom asked. I, I don't asked. know if anyone heard him. How are you all doing? Um, second thing that's happened is the overall score of the Signature Brew Backstage IPA has come in. It's a 0.88 from us out of 10. It's not even a 1. J-A question mark. Yeah, yeah. Is it a... Is it a um, next you know line. it's not enough you for me. You know it's not enough for me. Is it Lewis Capaldi? Oh, wait. Not that fucking repulsive piece of shit. Nah, it's not. It's not Lewis Capaldi. 0.8 out of 10 F. That uh, we need a F emote. Yeah, there's no BA10s coming out here. No, no, BA10s no from that. It's not the next one. I don't know then. Is it Codaline? You and fucking Codaline. Right, let's get the answer. What 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 is the song? What is the song? Come on, Archimedes. And then we're gonna move on to a new segment. No, it's not enough for me. Oh, no, a new segment. Treating you lot tonight. I really don't know. 
I really don't know. New segment. <laughs> Sounds new more new like Coke in a line. Coke in a line. Obvious, Obvious by Dark Station. I have no idea. I've never heard it. I've never heard it, mate. But thank you for your input, yeah. Archimedes. We appreciate thank that. Thank you very much. Lewis. Yeah. for nothing. Oh, sorry. Lewis, <laughs> introduce the next section. Nah, we love you, Archimedes. Um, okay. <laughs> Would I lie to you, apparently? Um, and Benki gets to start. So Benki's going to tell us a thing. And we've got to guess whether it's a truth or a lie. Yep. We do. We do. Oh, we, we did say, right. Lewis, we, just so because I know that you like to just jump in with answers. We're going to let chat give their answers first. Chat, either put T or true or false or T or F. Okay. Right. Got it. When Go I was ahead. in college, I was a bit of a shit stirrer, bit of a twat. Right. Oh, this is true. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's like, everyone, tea and chat. Tea and chat. Do you know what? Even I'll put it. Oh. Manage sneeze, welcome in. Welcome in, dude. I was a bit of a twat, right? And uh, our college group got into a bit of a ruckus, right? Um, and one day, I got a message from a friend that basically said, um, somebody is coming to beat you up. I'd probably stay in the college. So I told my tutor... And I had to be escorted around the college with two police officers. True or false? Ooh. Do we get to ask I questions? Know. Like I can, I can. S <clears throat> you can have one question. I can see that. One question. And it can't be. Uh, did it happen? <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh no! Did you call the police? No. Ooh, um. What, what are people saying in chat? Uh, Manish. We've got one. Manish Nee says, so "Yeah, far. one false, one true." Oh, this is tricky. Well, if G thinks it's true, it must be true. <laughs> <laughs> what do we get if we get it right? You the get satisfaction. The, the satisfaction of knowing you got it correct. That's what you get. Yeah. I can post you this IPA. <laughs> Scope thinks it's true. Oh, Zara lots of trues. Okay, there's a lot of trues. I... Chat has spoken. Oh. I, oh, I'm not, I don't actually know this, but I don't. I think you're chatting. I'm, I think it's false. I think it's false. I'm going to go with true. Oh. The correct answer is true. Oh. Yeah! <laughs> I had really? to be escorted out of college and around college with two police officers because a gang was basically threatening our class and specifically me. Um, and uh, my dad came to pick me up because I had to be escorted out of Aylesbury, basically, because I was in trouble. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's amazing. You, you've done this segment just to say that, haven't you? <laughs> no, it took me a long time to think of something. It took Whoa, me a long time blimey. to think of something. Well, that's... Who's the man in the bottom corner? Well, that would be Lemzy. It's my Happy fantastic Lose. brother. Stunning. Hello, hello. What the fuck, Muppet? Oh, what are you on about? Oh, no, he's oh, added bonks. a bonk. What the? <laughs> oh, no. I don't think it works. Yes. So thank you, chat, for joining in with that. It's a bit of fun that we like to do. Um, so we yeah. uh, just like to add random would stuff. usually normally have Blaze doing um, bits and bobs at that point with the guest lyrics and stuff, but Blaze isn't able to make it tonight. 
um, unfortunately. So we decided to do a different little segment. Brilliant. And this mm. week, uh, Jack has been our correspondent reviewing the new Trisha Takanawa. <clears throat> Got those lyrics ready. Should we do the lyrics first? Oh, go on then. We'll do another. Let's do the lyrics, lyrics first. Here we go. One more, Killed. a quick one. I'm doing a Poggers album for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. It is a Pog album. Emzy looks like All my right. fave streamer, Icy Bones. Well. Where I'm standing, and, and there is a cool Where I'm cool standing, breeze. there is a cool, cool breeze. Heavenly no bodies idea. make the devil a little uncomfortable. What a tune this is. This is I've the front bottoms. Heard of it. And this is... The what bottoms? The front bottoms. Is this skeleton? I think it's skeleton. That was very, very no. specifically aimed at nobody other than Jack. <laughs> yeah, you've got to make this inclusive. No, no, Come on, that no, was not fair. Skeleton. <laughs> that was that was some prejudice right know. there. And me, yeah. See, Morris knows. Cool. Well done, Jack. Amazing. Well done. Well done for answering biased, that very yeah. biased question. And for Monica. Yeah. Skeleton. Right, Still I think that deserves a ban right there. So yeah, see, it's Zara. Um, right, come on then. <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, I am very excited about today. I mean, I was more excited before I listened to it. However, the album this week is an album called Trauma Factory, and it's by Nothing Nowhere, and it's quite possibly one of my favourite artists ever, and oh, he's just incredible. Um, so I'll give a little... I'm going to get flashbanged, I'm sorry. Whoa! Right, there we go. So, just a quick overview of the album. I'm really bright now, Christ. Um, so, Trauma Factory by Nothing Nowhere. Having reached an era of music where the concept of genre is slowly fading out of existence, it's not uncommon to find albums made up of the tracks that sound nothing like one another. Nothing Nowhere is one example of an artist who excels at curating this mishmash of sounds pulling influence from any genre that takes his fancy in order to tell his story. Within the confines of Trauma Factory, you'll find rock, rap, pop-punk, post-punk, and electro-pop. And at no point do you feel Nothing Nowhere is being anything but authentic to himself and his craft. Um, can we stop with the spam of the bonks? Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, overall, so this, this album, I thought... I mean, personally, I absolutely loved it. Um, his vocals are unbelievable in it. They have been since since he started making music. Um, some of the songs, I think, maybe had a bit too much auto-tune in it, which can be quite irritating. But as a whole, his vocals on the album are really, really good. Um, it's possibly not much of an improvement on his previous two records. Um, I think... Like, production-wise it is, but meaning and lyrically, it's, it's, very, it's very on par or maybe just a little bit below his previous two. Um, it's very emotional, like all his records are. Um, his voice has significantly improved um, since, since the first two records. Um, I feel like for, for those of you that know Nothing Nowhere, it's a very typical Nothing Nowhere record. Like it's got the really like deep, meaningful lyrics in most of the songs. 
um it's kind of more towards the emo rap kind of genre um uh, but i think lyrically it's very impactful um perhaps again not as hard hitting as the previous but a more lighter tone to the album which which is quite nice i guess because he's sort of coming out of his darker stages of life and going more into lighter which is quite nice um and i just put on here upon first listen i gave this album a 10 out of 10 um, because I absolutely love this artist. However, after a few listens, I'd probably drop that to like a strong eight, I would say. Um, so before I kick things off and get into a little bit of a track by track, um, I'm not going to do every song on the album because it is 15 songs long. Um, Has what did you give this album out of 10? Probably a three. Okay, and why? You should see Jack's Jack just breaking uh, inside. Uh... <laughs> Um, I thought there was far too much auto-tune for somebody that is incredibly talented. Um, Thank you for the boss check. Um, I think that I often couldn't tell one song from another. Um, At the time I was listening to this record, I was watching Blaze stream Minecraft, and on a couple of occasions I couldn't tell whether I was listening to his royalty-free music or the album. Um, (laughs) I also thought that there was nothing unique to this album. (laughs) other than the song other than the song other than the song death i thought there was a bit of unique ideas going on there uh but i thought it was there was nothing new new, unique to the album it's so diverse what the hell yeah alex said it one of the most diverse albums quite frankly 15 songs that were just quite unexciting uh, apart from death are you listening to the same album? Huh? I'm moving on before I get angry. Lewis, what did you give this album out of 10? A fucking 8 out of 10, mate. Mm. It was great. Why? I love this album. Love All Chemistry is probably one of the best songs I've heard this year. Mm. Brilliant. Brilliant song. I would agree with you. It is a very good album. Song. There's some stuff which is a bit, a bit, a bit not so great for me. You know, mm. That blood song with Kenny Hoopla and Judge. Don't like that one. Um, oh, one barely favorites. bleeding. Lovely lyrics at the end. That mm. last uh, last track. Um, but yeah, there's some times when it just gets a bit too much for me, but I really did like this album. I was pleasantly surprised with your choice, Jack. So thank mm. you very much for showing this album to me. I no will be listening to it a lot, and I have listened to it a lot. Um, so thank you. I, I will give that and an 8 out of 10. the vinyl, and it is on the way. We did buy the vinyl. If I buy the vinyl, Uh, it's genuinely a good album. Yeah. Uh, Tom, what did you give this out of 10 and why? Probably a nine. Probably a nine. Okay, higher than me, fair enough. Probably a nine. I love this album. I thought it was really good. Really good. Yeah. Um, Again, I have put a lot of the songs onto... uh, playlist and stuff and if i do that that's a mm. i mean it's a solid solid for me i mean albums either go two way for me i either give it a nine out of, or a 10 out of 10 or it gets a one so i don't i don't ever usually have much in the mid-range um mm. but i mean i would listen i this is an album i would i would listen to all the time um even the parts that i don't that aren't particularly the best but i could still easily listen to them um mm. to me this wasn't a terrible album and i can understand why people wouldn't like it like it isn't an album for everybody 
um mm. that much is clear it's definitely not an album for everybody but um i really liked it really liked it cool that is good um so i'm gonna jump into a bit of a track by track obviously i said that i gave it a strong eight out of ten um maybe maybe towards a nine as well um but there's a couple of songs which i could literally just skip and like they could just Mm. be removed from the album and it would be absolutely fine um however i do love this album and i love this artist and i love his lyrics and the meaning behind it all and Mm -hmm. basically why he makes music he does a lot of documentaries on like why he's made music and stuff and there's a making of trauma factory series on his youtube i'd recommend giving it a watch because it is really it is really cool to watch and sort of learn about him and his story and stuff cool um Um, the first song i go on I was just saying, just before you get into the track by track, I was just going to read some of the some mm-hmm. of the other numbers we've got from people. Um, so oh, Zara, yeah. Zara gave it a nine as well. Um, Meryl's mm-hmm. eight point five. Uh, Only nice. Addison an eight. Yeah. Uh, Sam I'm gave it a five, but that's. I mean, I wouldn't have put it as an album for Sam. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. No. But a five <laughs> still. All right. Yeah. Better than a three. <laughs> Him, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I think it is a really good album. Um, it's very nothing nowhere, and that's exactly what I like about him. Just he is very different. Um, it's a very diverse album, I think. Um, yeah, I know your thoughts, and yeah, you know some of mine, um, and they'll come up here. But I think the first song I'm going to review, we're not going to do all of them because again, it's a really long album. First song we're going to do is called Lights, and in brackets, four 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 four. Um, I thought this was a really good, um, a really good song. I really like the synth beat in the background. It's like a dun 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 dun. dun. Quite consistent. It keeps the, um, it keeps everything just sort of tied together, and it's really recognisable. Like as soon as it comes on, and I hear that synth, I know that it's exactly that song. I mean, I've listened to the album loads, so I know what song it is straight away. But it's it's recognisable to someone that probably isn't such an avid listener like I am. Um, I think the drum work in that song is really. Uh, really good it's really good used as a filler as well um it's got a very catchy chorus um i think the the lyrics that stand out um in this song is life getting hard i'm just trying to make it all the way through and i think that sort of sums up what nothing nowhere's music is about he has had a lot of struggles in life um with anxiety with depression and sort of mental health there's another lyric um in this album and it goes me and mental health go way back and it's again it's just about sort of all his music is portrayed in how he's feeling and how his mental state is which which i really like it's so honest um but yeah it's it's awesome um next song that i did a little bit on is love or chemistry obviously lewis mentioned it earlier um i think i think i read a thing online and it said something along the lines of um this song touches on a question many of us have when embarking on a relationship with someone you can't keep your hands off um and the lyrics that sort of the lyrics sort of go with that is and i don't trust what i've been feeling tell me is it love or chemistry and he's sort of um speaking about his past relationship um past relationships and he doesn't know like he can't tell whether it's whether it's actually love that they they're in or whether it's just chemistry between two people um it's a very emotional song um and i think i personally think it's one of the best on the album um 
I have actually left the best song on the album, in my opinion, until my new music Monday, where I'll talk about it a little bit more. So if it wasn't, uh, if it isn't said and you're like, oh, I want to hear about that song, you you probably will hear about it. It's just going to come later on. Um, I think another, another sort of sta- uh, standout lyrics in this song is, and I've been talking in my sleep. Um, I know that this will be the end of me. Are we lovers or are we just enemies? So is it love or is it chemistry? And again, it's sort of touching on that um question probably loads and loads of people have in relationships where they're questioning whether it's whether it is like true love or whether it's just sort of two people that that get on really well um lewis you you said that you really like this song have you got anything to add to that um sorry are we just talking about the love or chemistry chemistry? yeah I just thought it flowed really well. I liked how it was mixed. Mm. Um, the vocals are really good. It's got, it's not one of those like rappy beats in the background. It's actually quite melodic. So I think that helped mm. as well. You know, Tom always says, oh, uh, I like how a song sounds as well as how it is lyrically. And I think that certainly yeah. applies to this track. Um, mm. So yeah, I was really blown away by that one. And when we, we did a, so if you're in our discord sometimes we do these listening parties where at midnight we'll listen to certain albums and we did that for mm. this album and as soon as that track came on i just thought well it was worth staying up till midnight to listen to this so mm. really good really good yeah um zara says this song hits home and yes yes it does <laughs> um the next song I'm going to review, and I'm going to come to Haz about this as well, because I know he's got some funny things to say about it. The next song uh, is called Exile. And this song is, in my opinion, by far the weakest song he has ever made, ever. It is... There, there is like a hidden meaning behind it, or a hidden meaning, but he, he said it in an interview, and I still don't get the song. Um, He says, it addresses the struggles many artists face while always being on the road and away from home. These issues are relatable, but not uh, not devastating. And perhaps for the first time, we see a spark of hope for the artist being able to pull himself out of the darkest holes in which he often found himself upon. And this is nothing like that. This is a chorus where he just goes, yeah, 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 yeah. And that is it all the way through. He says it 12 times, in fact, in one chorus. And it's just, it's literally, as soon as it comes on, I just skip it because the next song is actually a pretty good song on the album. Um, but go for it, Has. Say your piece on this because it will give us a good laugh. And be brutal because I do not like this song. Oh my God, shut the fuck up. <laughs> literally, it is the most irritating song I have ever heard. Yeah. Literally, the most irritating song I've ever heard. Like that chorus. Just don't fucking put it on the album. Just don't. Mm. There is nothing good about this song. You know, I can appreciate that some of the other songs, they're good. They're just not to my taste. There is nothing good about this song. It's it's just lazy. It's repetitive. It's boring. You know, I, I would rather watch Katie Hopkins get shagged on a rock on I'm a Celeb than listen to this song, quite <laughs> frankly. <laughs> It's just terrible. It is fucking terrible. Oh my god. Oh, god. oh my god. Crazy Frog. Yep. Count me in. Abba. 
count me in. Taylor fucking Swift, count me in. This song, get it off the streaming platform. Just get it off. Just, just shut up. It's even making me want to drink. It's making you want to drink that, and that is bad enough. Yeah. That's torture. It, yeah, I mean, it's it's not a great song. We, I think we can be, uh, uh-huh. I think we can all agree on that. I think, uh, mm, Lewis, do you like it? No, no, Tom, no, <laughs> no. It's just, it's just not. No, he never holds back, and that's that's what I like. No, sometimes, yeah, yeah. Even if it is a good yeah. album, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The next song that I reviewed oh, is yeah. called Fake Friend. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's called Fake Friend. It's one of the one of the singles that was released um, before the album came out. Um, lyrically, it's really really good. The I think it's the first lyric in the song. Oh, it's it's definitely in the first verse or like the intro to the song. It's head in the soil, brain in the clouds, and I think that's relatable to a lot of people, um, especially at the moment with the whole pandemic going on. You just like mm. your head's just buried really underneath you don't really know where you are and then your brain's just way up like doing crazy things and i think uh yeah it's i mean this this song is awesome i think musically it's very good he incorporates more of a a band rather than just like a synth and a bit of 808 in the background um which makes it sound a lot better um he still does use the synth, the synth in it and i think he makes good use of that i do i like this song a lot it's it's very catchy. It's very old school, nothing, no way, in my opinion. And it's awesome. I, I liked it a lot. Um, the next one I did is called Death. Now, Death is a tune. Um, it's heavy. Um, pretty pretty damn heavy. There's, there's again, I, I read up online about, about some things that he said um, about this. And he said it's super dark. Um, or one of the reviews said, Super Dark are making use of varying vocal techniques. This is the heaviest track that Nothing Nowhere has ever written, and it's fen- phenomenal, and I totally agree with that. It's awesome. Um, Saying I scare great, myself to death over and over again is not fucking phenomenal. Okay, well... It's just maybe... repetition. <laughs> it's just fucking okay. repetition. That's you know, it'd be really good if people actually read the meaning behind the songs before commenting on it. But it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, so, yeah, it is very emotional. The The main lyrics in it, as has said, is I scare myself to death. And he's talking about his, again, his struggle with mental health and his struggle with anxiety because he just scared, like, his, his anxiety gets to a point where he just scares himself. Um, he's scared that he'll do something to himself. He's scared that he's... Like he's gonna do something stupid, basically. Um, I think the guitar tone is really cool in this song as well because it's heavy, and I like heavy. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say has. What do you reckon? But you know, you don't really like it that much, clearly. So Tom, what hey, uh, hey, that, what do you reckon? Hang on, hang on. Beat is fantastic. Cool, heavy section. Cool. Far too um, repetitive. I'm glad. <laughs> uh, Tom, what did you reckon to this song? I really liked it. It's one of my favourites. Mm. Um, mm. See, uh, I mean, on the contrary to, to Benki, I really like the repetitiveness of this one because mm. for me, and I don't, I've not, I personally haven't read into the the meaning behind the song. I haven't, I will admit that. But for me, yeah. it's, it's almost like a, somebody who's, 
uh, I don't, I don't want to. I want to say it nicely without making it sound really bad, but almost like a somebody mm. who is suffering really badly, like mental health wise, mm. like somebody who's gone like uh, insane is not the way I want to put it, but it's the, the only way I can put it into mm. words. Somebody who's gone like it almost insane, and I think yeah. that fits really well with the tones of the guitar and the beat because it's not a clean tone at all, and it sounds very manic. Mm. Um, and especially yeah. when he starts repeating it very quietly, almost like a whisper, and then he gets louder. Mm. I really like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, it it is worth uh, if you do like the album, it is probably worth reading up on the uh, reading up on the meaning behind some of the songs because especially that one, it's he is sort of talking exactly how you've explained it really, and exactly how you interpreted it. Where he's he's feel like he's just going insane. Um, in his brain he's just having all these like scary thoughts um like constantly and he he literally just needs an outlet so he's just screaming screaming i scare myself to death i scare myself to death um but yeah it again i i really like this song it's awesome um the next one uh pretend which i think is one of the best songs on the album um again lyrically it's pretty heart-wrenching it's uh it's I did have uh, one of the lyrics da, 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 da. oh yeah so um it says tell me you need me even when you don't I don't know when this will end and it's about um it's again is very much tied into love or chemistry um where he doesn't really know where he stands with with people um and it's it's quite like you can sort of hear it in his voice really I think that He's sort of he's sort of straining to get to some of these some of these thoughts in his head, basically. And I think especially on this one, it's it's like that. Um, I think musically, it's it's very good. It's one of and again, I put on here one of the best songs on the album. Um, and I did I did really like this song. And I know has you actually had some good things to say about this one, and I I'd like to hear them. It was a good <laughs> chorus, and there was punky vibes. Well, there you have it, everyone. That was a great <laughs> review of a song. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, right, two more. Uh, one's going to be very brief. It's going to be Blood. Um, I absolutely love this song. Um, the vocal feature in Kenny Hoopla, I think, is awesome. I think they complement each other's voices really, really well. Um, I just, I really like Kenny Hoopla's bit in it, to be honest. Mm. Not a massive fan of Judge's verse, but... Um, really like Kenny Hoopla. Yeah, Kenny Hoopla and Nothing Nowhere, their um their sort of dynamic in the song is really, really good. Um and Lewis, I'm interested to hear what you said about this one. Um just because you said you didn't really like it that much and you didn't really like Kenny Hoopla's bit in it, which didn't sit with me. I didn't think it matched the rest of the album. Um mm. I'm trying to think of ways to explain it. <clears throat> Why didn't I like it exactly? I didn't really like the beat at the beginning. I, I don't. Mm. And then, I don't know, it just seemed a bit cliched. Okay. Um, oh, is this? Fair enough. I feel, like, I feel like he didn't really need any other artists. I don't, I don't know whether I like it necessarily if people get mm. people featured on their tracks, but it was a little mm. bit repetitive. I'm not really sure if he needed the other artists there. Hmm. That was fair enough. 
Um, and finally, I'm just going to very quickly touch on the song Real, which uh, is going to be the last one that I do a chat about. Um, this song is so emotional, um, like genuinely really, really emotional. Um, he is recounting uh, unexpectedly meeting a fan um, and being lauded with compliments by them. Um, the artist emphasizes the fear of letting someone down in the song. And I think that is, I think some of the first lyrics in the song, it says, uh, is something about seeing a man standing on his own in some black vans kind of reminded me like, uh, kind of reminded me of myself. Um, and this, he, he then goes up to this fan and this fan just says, Oh, I'll die for you, bro. Like, your music is amazing. I can't believe you do this with, with all the anxiety going on in your head and stuff like that. And then he's just saying about how on his drive home, he was just thinking about that. Um, and he sort of discusses the pressure of fame um, that, that he has um, like when, when he is sort of meeting fans and stuff like that. And it's, yeah, I mean, the the lyrics are pretty heart-wrenching and it's a very slowed down song. Again, I, I personally think this album is, seriously seriously diverse um and this is just another example of that it's like a really like slow that. emotional song and i liked um, when it slowed down more and it kind of just focused on the lyrics rather than the beat behind it i yeah. really like that bit so it's more of like a talking kind of it's kind of like a talking rap rather than rather than actual emo rap or rap song um but yeah i mean i i really like this album um any any sort of last thoughts on the album has at all um i liked the mid late of this song i like the emotion that he put into it um Mm. when i hear emotion coming through from nothing nowhere i I sort of i sort of like it more than i do uh when it's sort of less emotional one of my favorite songs by nothing in fact my favorite song by nothing nowhere is a song called dread and that song is i mean probably one of the most heart-wrenging songs of his of his sort of um, discography, really. Um, and sort of what is portrayed in this song and the last song, which you won't talk about, but, um, or I think Jack will, uh, for his new music Monday. Um, when I start to hear proper emotion come through, um, I, I sort of enjoy his music more. Um, mm. and, and that was sort of my problem with this album is that I didn't hear, I heard a lot of that sort of that i know are typical enough in nowhere but i didn't hear enough sort of really over emotional enough in nowhere and i know that sounds stupid that i'm basically asking someone to be practically upset while they're singing but that is but and that's not what i want from him but that is what i like to hear mm. um and dread is, is is one of those songs off a different record or single or something um yeah. and i think that's probably why that i um sort of had a lot more high hopes for this and then was felt a little bit disappointed because there just wasn't mm. wasn't as much as i'd hoped basically mm. um so he actually um it just just to touch on that a little bit he actually came out and said in an interview there's a lyric in his previous album um which i really wish i'd remembered what it's called oh, it's called hammer i think um and the lyric is i'm fucking sick of writing all these sad songs uh, but I'm just being real with you. And he's, I think he kind of took inspiration from that lyric that he wrote and said, look, I just want to try and make some songs that aren't just me talking about how 
fucked up my brain is basically um and i think i think he did a reasonable job with that in this album um don't get me wrong there's still a lot of really really emotional songs um in this in this album and a lot of them have like really heart-wrenching lyrics but i think he's sort of by the sounds of things trying to take a trying to take a more positive outlook on his life um which is cool but yeah any any thoughts from you lewis as well or no no i'm i'm I'm, I'm kind of done yeah Mm, awesome but yeah i i personally would recommend um anyone to listen to this album actually um if you're going through a hard time then this this album will will help i think personally Mm. um it kind of would be a bit of a fuel to the fire situation where you're not in a good mood and then you go and listen to this album and it's really it's really sad but i think that there's there's a lot of messages in there that portray um positivity and trying to get out of that trying to get out of that slump and stuff so mm. yeah i think it's a nice. quality album lovely thank awesome. you awesome awesome so that was the new nothing nowhere album review um you can go into listen go and listen to that on most platforms you can also listen to our podcast on most pla- most platforms you go to anchor.fm slash blocks apart um that will tell you any platform that we stream our podcast to you can catch us live at twitch.tv slash blocks apart monday at eight o'clock gmt um so before we move on thank you lottie for the 10 pounds um from you and your cat very much appreciate that i didn't know cats had money thank you you. i did tell you not to give your cat food in order to give us money and i hope you did feed the cat so thank you Um, (laughs) um thank you very much so that brings us actually up to 516 pounds raised that is so wow that's brilliant. Thank you so much, everyone, because that is a phenomenal amount of money to raise for, for that charity. And you did feed your cat. Brilliant. I'm very glad you did. Yeah. We don't promote animal cruelty on no. this podcast. Um, okay, we're going to move on to our next IPA review. Um, this IPA is the Cannon... Uh, sorry, Cannibal was last week. Phantasma Gluten-Free IPA by the Magic Rock Brewery, which we've had a few of, actually. Mm, um, we have. So I'm just going to get a little little description up here. Um, it's gluten-free. So one of the few gluten-free IPAs we've had. Um, 6.5%. Oh, my God, I love the description to this. Okay, here we go. <laughs> a dank and juicy IPA using golden <laughs> promise, wheat and Cara Munich malts in the mash for a sweetly smooth body for the hops we judiciously bittered with magnum in the kettle followed by Citra T90 in both the whirlpool and in dry hopping. The aroma flavour is fruit-filled, dank and resinous. Lots of dank in this. With plenty of tropical mango giving a moorish drinkability. Fermented with our house American ale yeast for a refreshingly clean finish, this IPA is also our first gluten-free beer using Brewers Clarex. The beer is vegan in the can and the keg, uh, 6.5%. So, yeah, I'm quite excited for this. We've had a few Magic Rock uh, IPAs. One of them was a Sorcery Session IPA. We also had the High Wire Grapefruit, which is really good. We've also had a Stout, the Dark Art Stout. Didn't do so well in the IPA reviews, though, because obviously Ooh. it's not an IPA. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so let's give this one a little, a little crack. Um, I'm going to get the can up on there dank give us the countdown lewis uh i meant tom sorry tom Uh, that's right right are we all ready yeah yeah three 
two, one, crack. Oh, beautiful. Ooh. Oh, this smells delicious. That is, oh, that that is dank. That smells that like an IPA, not like fucking cat piss water. <laughs> Quispy. Mmm, Quispy. Nice. Nice. Oh, that's better. <laughs> that's a lot better. Now that that is mm. brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Right. Okay, so we're moving on to a section that I mean it makes sense to be doing it this week as we've raised so much money for mind mental health. Uh, we always do a mental health section in the podcast. We think it's really important to do it. Um, let me just change the screen. Boom. And get rid of that one. Boom. Here we go. Um, this week, it's Pink Shirt Day on Wednesday in Canada. Um, so we thought we'd do something to towards bullying. We're all wearing pink shirts tonight. I don't know if Tom is. Uh, he might be. Um, a pink I am. I've got a pink, I've got a pink hoodie on. That's what I've got. Oh, what Brilliant. a man. Lovely. Um, so today we're going to be talking about bullying, which is the topic of Pink Shirt Day. Uh, remember, we're not trained professionals. Our, our advice is based on personal experience, and it probably won't work for everyone, or it, pro it won't work for everyone. Uh, if you do need help, then we recommend doing one of a few things. First one, uh, we have a Discord, exclamation mark Discord. You can come and talk to us um, and any of our members in the Shameless Plug, uh, not Shameless Plugs Lounge, the... Venting <laughs> <laughs> Corner. The Venting Corner. 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 Not the shameless folks. Um, in the venting corner, and uh, we will listen and respond. Um, we've been trying to do it more and more, and also we've been trying to post our own issues um, as well that we're having, um, so that people can talk about those too. You can contact Samaritans to talk about anything that is upsetting you. You can contact them twenty four hours a day, three hundred sixty five days a year. You can call one one six one two three, free from any phone in the UK. Switchboard. If you identify as gay, lesbian, bisexual, or transgender, you can call Switchboard. And uh, that is 10 till 10 every day. Phone operators all identify as LGBT+. Other helplines are available. We recommend checking out mind.org.uk, who we have been raising money for this week um, for more information. We're very big supporters of their cause. There's lots of information on there about how you can deal with certain uh, mental health uh, kind of diagnoses, uh, as well as getting advice on next steps as well. So um, we're going to talk about bullying and I wanted to just read a few things out first that I got off the Pink Shirt Day website. Uh, I mean, what is bullying? But bullying is a form of aggression where there is a power imbalance. The person doing the bullying has power over the person being victimized in addition to any physical tra trauma incurred. Bullying can result in serious emotional problems, including anxiety, low self-esteem or depression. Physical bullying is using physical force or aggression against other people. There can be verbal bullying as well. Social and relational bullying is trying to hurt someone through excluding them, spreading rumors or ignoring them. Cyberbullying becoming more prominent, especially during lockdown, uh, using electronic media to threaten, embarrass, intimidate, exclude somebody else or damage their reputation. And then we've got the issue of harassment as well. Has harassment is slightly different. It's similar to bullying because someone hurts another person through cruel, offensive or insulting behavior, but it's also different because it's a form of discrimination. Now, when we talk about discrimination, we're talking about treating somebody differently um, based on certain characteristic or differences. Um, bullying turns into harassment when the behavior goes against, in this case, Canada's human rights laws and focuses on treating people differently. Um, so a lot of places in the world, it's the same. It's because of things like race, um, gender, um, 
oh i don't know uh help me out here politics. sexuality politics mm. you know the color of your hair um so yeah it's a lot of things discrimination covers um but i just thought we'd kind of go over our experiences of bullying maybe at school maybe outside of school and then kind of go from there it, feel free to get in involved in chat as always we listen to everything that is is put in chat and we read it as well um so do get involved so yeah i mean does anyone want to start us off with this topic i mean maybe somebody can start us off talking about bullying maybe their experience towards it uh, yeah uh, i can yeah, go, go for it yeah. <laughs> uh i mean yeah i can definitely talk about experiencing it um probably as many people know probably uh i'm ginger so i have experienced quite a bit of uh bullying from the man in the top right corner but no (laughs) 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 a joke i have not no but um but no yeah especially more so in primary school i still did get it in secondary school but at that point i'd had it enough at primary school um that by the time I got to secondary school, it it didn't uh, it didn't phase me as much. I it just sort of I'd heard every insult already, so it was nothing new. Um, but yeah, no primary school. I was and I was up until secondary school. I was quite small for my age, um, and being one of the youngest, and I went to a very small um, primary school, and so yeah, but they children are mean um children can be so cruel sometimes um and so yeah i just remember being bullied because i was ginger um because i was because i i wasn't into sports i mean in yeah and i was into like fantasy stuff and at break time instead of playing basketball or bulldog i would be running around in my own fancy world with my mates um Mm. and i remember yeah getting bullied quite a bit for that um and then we got to secondary school (laughs) and it shifted to other things it shifted more into being a a nerd rather than about the color of my hair um because obviously at, at that point I didn't really care about that anymore because I'd heard every insult on the sun. Um, so I remember getting bullied because I went to the library at lunch times, or because, yeah, because I was again just because I liked nerdy things like fantasy and uh, being in a Warhammer club and going to. I remember going to. I wasn't very good at it, but I went to chess clubs and as part of the science club and things like this um yeah uh it wasn't great um i'm not gonna lie it wasn't great <laughs> i have a lot of uh unresolved issues because of it um <laughs> so uh so no and i think that's why it needs to be addressed more because i mean what i i was by the time it the the bullying lessened i was probably 15 and at that point people just didn't i don't know whether it was because there were younger years and things but people just sort of didn't really care at that point 
um, 15, 16. So it's almost been 10 years since sort of like the bullying kind of stopped. But um, but yeah, and there's there's still shit I need to resolve. Um, so I think that's why it needs to get talked about more because it can have lasting effects on people. Um, and it's just really shitty. I'm not going to lie. It's really shitty. Um, and I think that's why... I mean, to be fair, it's it's had its it's had its it's like a weird double-edged sword for me because it's had its good things, it's had its bad things. It's mean it's meant that I'm I'm not as harsh to people, and I'm I'm less likely to to judge somebody initially because I know what that feeling is like. So I'm more open to letting finding out about a person more or something. Uh, rather than just being like, oh, this person, I don't know, this person plays a specific type of game and lots of people who play this game are like this, so he must be like this or something like that. Something along those lines. I'm less likely to initially judge somebody um, just because I know I know what that is like to to be initially judged for no no real reason. Um, there you go. That's, that's my... Uh, that's my personal experiences with it. Do you, to, uh, do you want to read a couple of things from chat before you oh, move I can on to... do. We can do. Where... Where are we? I haven't been reading chat because I've been speaking, so I don't know if somebody else has actually read. Okay. So lots of things coming through. Um, I had a kid try and break my arm at school. It turns out it was extremely bad ADHD and he didn't really realise what he was doing. He thought it was just funny. Um I guess people have undiagnosed issues at school that haven't been picked up on yet. Mm. I certainly did when I was uh, in my first year of secondary school. Um, and those things are difficult as well. And I think they're just difficult for everyone to comprehend, especially those conversations after where you're like, well, actually this person did this because of this. It's quite difficult. Um, I've had parents of kids. I taught purposefully make up stories about me, which they, which then ask the kid and they say it never happened. Parents, adults can be shitty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get the other end of this being a teacher a little bit. So when uh, we kind of punish a kid for doing something wrong in terms of like detention or they've maybe bullied somebody else, uh, then the parents are more than not likely to defend their kids, uh, even if it's for the wrong reasons. And I feel like that promotes a certain amount of bullying anyway because kids then feel like it's just okay because they're going to be protected by their parents so it doesn't really matter what they say mm. that's really difficult um uh, i got bullied because i was a foot taller than everyone else well there's your difference unfortunately and i feel like that's the thing isn't it as soon as long as you're different from somebody else then you are inevitably going to be bullied if you stand out of the crowd mm. which is really unfortunate um but on I the other hand really early. <laughs> <laughs> On the yeah, other hand, you can uh, you can see over everyone at a movie or at a gig, so who really gives <laughs> a fuck? <laughs> um, but it is about those kind of things, isn't it? And I, I'm yeah. sure you notice with my approach to this that I tend to joke a lot, and that's because a lot mm. of my kind of reaction to bullying when I was smaller was to laugh it off and kind of make myself laughable rather than the object of bullying and maybe mm. that damaged 
in some ways my self-esteem um but in other ways it made things easier at secondary school for me um and yeah i i went to the same secondary school as as tom and we would do things at lunchtime you know we'd invent fucking spy clubs and run around the field and pretend we were wizards and all that shit and you know that was just the fantasy world we could escape into rather than having to deal with i think the very masculine and and quite aggressive aspects oh yeah and just just in we went to an all life. boys school and all yeah so yeah. We went to an all boys school so uh lots of I toxic mean, some masculinity of the g- very and i wasn't actually allowed to play rugby because at the age of 13 14 i was diagnosed with an overactive thyroid which meant that i couldn't do certain things because my um hormones were a little bit imbalanced um yeah so if you've had an overactive thyroid you'd probably have the same thing Uh, but i wasn't allowed to play rugby because my operations and the fact that i my heart was beating so fast and people actually bullied me for the fact that i couldn't play rugby i couldn't involve myself in these sports even though i was pretty good at badminton um I was a county champion badminton, but it didn't matter because I didn't play a sport where there was a potential risk of quite serious injury, mm-hmm. um, which was interesting at a boys' school. You but didn't yeah, play and... a sport of a lot of men bundling on each other. Yeah, you didn't play rugby Precisely. or hockey. How dare you? <laughs> and um, I mean, it's not to say that I didn't probably bully people at school because I reckon I hurt some people at school as well. Um, and I think you've got to... F- some bullies deal with their being bullied by bullying other people. And I feel like it's a vicious cycle. Um, and I feel like it's quite courageous of people to admit, actually, I was pretty shitty to some people <laughs> when I was in that position. And if you can mm. appreciate that and kind of see that you've done that, then I think it makes you a better person. Mm. Um Mm. I got bullied for so much, was chubby, loud, glasses, distracted a lot, massive list, but I've turned to accept it all. I used to laugh it off too, but I'm not just, but not, I'm just like, yeah, so what? It's just me and I'm like me. Yeah, exactly. You've just got to kind of accept who you are. And I feel like that's probably a really difficult thing to do for some people. But um, yeah, once you stop caring, I almost feel like it dies down a bit. And that's maybe a bit of a naive thing to say, because I know people have been bullied more than me. But it's just an unfortunately a very tricky subject. Um, G says, mm. I didn't necessarily get bullied to a great extent, but got teased a lot for being nerdy or being a school ambassador, club captain. And that's another thing, isn't it? People feel threatened because you are better. <laughs> like, it's jealousy, isn't it? It is. And, you know, when you're better at something, then people find ways to bring you down for that. And I feel like it's just that destructive society that we live in where everyone wants to be on top of everyone else. You know, you want to be part of that 1%. Um, You want to be part of the cool kids. And a lot of people are are willing to destroy a lot of things in order to get that way. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, school is one of those things, unfortunately, where I don't know if teachers know that there is a hierarchy basically in the year group and that popular kids are, you know, there's popular kids and then there's the nerdy kids and there might be like a emo kids and immensely sporty kids you know like there's such an array of characters in a school and especially mine and jack's had a good um 1200 students in our school such a huge array of characters and for me um my worst experiences i 
it took me a long time to hit puberty. In fact, I've been waiting 21 years. It's doing my head in. So, um, <laughs> no, it, when I was in school, it took me a, a fucking age to even ever so slightly grow. And still now I'm five, seven and a half, five, eight. Um, um, and I had the squeakiest voice known to man. Oh my God. How I wasn't a woman is beyond me, honestly. Um, and that was something that uh, affected me for probably until until my voice broke. Probably, probably at the start of year eleven. Like it took me a long, long, long time. Um, and and that was something that for me was was really, really tough. You know, um, sort of trying to be somebody I was not for a long time, purely by the fact that I hated some of my characteristics. Um, and that was that was really, really tough. I remember one time I was. Uh, we had this thing called Interform, which was basically where we had a um a single day each each term where we would play um the selected sport uh, for a whole day against our forms, and it would go to like a group stage, semi final, final kind of thing. And um, remember, there was this one form that was sort of particularly particularly full of absolute alpha males, <laughs> and I, all I wanted to do was prove these people wrong. Um, and just sort of like, and we were playing football, obviously, because I'm shit all good at any, well, that's a lie. I was, I was quite good at hockey, but um, uh, many other sports, especially the likes of rugby being probably a good 5, 10, uh, sorry, 4, 10, 4, 11 at the time. Uh, I was just afraid. And um, and it was one of the best days I remember from school because I didn't have many good days at school, but I basically scored this fucking banger and I basically ran around their whole team just being the cockiest shit ever. Um, and, our, and our form were the worst in the year at, at sports. So when we won a game, it was like seeing the likes of San Marino win a game in football. Like It just doesn't happen, basically. Um, and that was sort of a way of, of, of one moment where I feel like I could sort of get back at my bullies. But I always felt like when I was in school is that I had to justify myself to these bullies as if, as if to say, well, actually I can do something when in hindsight, I should have just told them to fucking do one and just leave me alone. Um, I can't mm. help the fact that I don't mm. have a deep voice. I can't help the fact that I'm fucking 15 and six foot 12 or whatever, you know? Yeah. And that is sort of the thing is that it was such like an obvious abuse of their, a genetical power it was like yeah. oh my god he is he's under five foot and i'm six foot he's gonna do fuck all he's not gonna say anything he's not gonna threaten me and even if he does i'm not gonna be threatened because i could hold my hand out and it'll be like mm. a cartoon you know yeah um, helpless is probably the way i would describe my school life um just fucking helpless just people just being a horrible about my height and me and my brother hated each other throughout school so i couldn't even have him to back me up either and he was one of the six foot three alpha males at school <laughs> <laughs> um which you'll find out in a minute was not the case but um yeah uh couldn't wait to leave school um once i left school and went to college and got escorted by police my life was so much better um <laughs> I just, I, I, I integrated into a bunch of absolute shit bags, but I got the kid out of me. I got like, I wouldn't say the anger, but I just had such a great banterous two years. That at the end of the day, I don't fucking care about my grades in college. They weren't any good. I think they were pass, pass merit. They were shocking. G will be r shaking in her boots right now that they weren't three dis dis distinction stars, you know? Um, <laughs> but I look, I look back on those two years at college and just think like, 
I grew up so much. I grew up so much. I really found myself in college purely by just being a prick because I could at college and I couldn't at school. I couldn't be myself. I mean, I wasn't a prick to people, but just sort of just being myself and being the sort of the banterous, eclectic person. Um, and that's sort of what I learned in college, just that I can be myself around just a bunch of other idiots and Max being one of those idiots. But like, we were idiots and we had a great time being idiots. Um, where's my triple distinction? Yeah, I know. Um, and I think after I left college, I really sort of started to find myself, especially in music. I sort of realized what I wanted to do in life. I probably had a bit of a, an identity crisis um, throughout school and with my sexuality and stuff. And, and I think college was a really, really crucial two years of my life. And I can't be more thankful to the group of people I, you know, spent it with and stuff. And especially Max mm. and people. Big like up that. French toast. Big up. Jack, <laughs> over to you, good sir. I just wanted to. There was a comment from from Blaze uh, that I that I really big liked. Blaise, big Blaise. Blaise, yeah, big man Blaze in the Blaise. in the chat. He said, "Make pee through your mistakes, and they will turn gold." Uh, I quite um, like that. Fucking hell, Blaze! This is for you. <laughs> that is fucking quality. That is cool. I really and I'm like that. Think about that quite a lot in like in like two seconds. But yeah, but yeah. No, that was. Uh... I really like that. That's really cool. It's mm. almost like a quote. Where's your triple distinction? Oh, he's getting bullied. <laughs> oh, has you all right? Do you need? A... Oh, <laughs> God. Um, bullied by his own girlfriend. So. Uh, Blaze, I'll get onto your comment. Uh, I can't take credit for it. I don't care. You said it, so you're taking credit for it. Uh, I'll move on to your comment in a sec because um, it's a conversation that um, I actually had the other day with someone that um, is very much based upon make peace with your mistakes and they will turn gold. Um, but um, I was in a very similar situation to you, Sophie, actually, if you're still here, um, where I grew like mad in like primary school i think i was 510 by the time i was 10 years old so i was huge like i was genuinely massive and i just towered above everyone um and i was constantly called like the giant i constantly got told yeah tall yeah I was 10 Me years looking old in the mirror going where did it all go wrong <laughs> Yeah, and, um, stole all the tall jeans. Yeah, I um, I was yeah. I mean, I I peaked pretty early. Don't get me wrong, because I'm well, I'm six four now, so I sort of it sort of slowly went up from age ten. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was always called like the giant at school and like the monster, basically. Um, and don't get me wrong. I mean, as ten year olds, they can't say anything like really really bad because most of them don't even know what the words mean but um it was still it was still like really hurtful and i knew that i was bigger than them and i knew that i could like thump on one basically but it just wasn't i don't know it just wasn't in my wasn't in my nature to to do that we would have been in big trouble from our parents yeah. if we would have mm. exhumed any form of violence on people mm. and i think I mean, that's yeah. obviously that played yeah, on your mind. Definitely. Yeah. And I feel like that's less prevalent at school these days, actually. Mm. 
Yeah, and um, so yeah, I mean, I was bullied for a long time about being tall, about being a giant. People used to make jokes that I was held back a few years because I was too dumb. Um, which I mean, I was actually reasonably clever until I stopped working hard. So basically, A levels. Um, like I, I got pretty decent grades in GCSE. Um, but yeah, A levels. A levels is a different story for a different mental health topic because that was. That was rough that <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's it was just one of those things and i was quite i mean when i first shot up i was really really skinny um obviously because that's what you do you, your body just stretches out and then as i slowed down because i used to eat so 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 much i just carried that on and i gained a lot of weight um and until i showed up yeah Morris, exactly um and yeah, I just used to like put on weight and lose weight like like so often. Um and again it's going going back to I think someone said that they got they got bullied for being chubby and that was kind of me because I was like this really tall guy and just like really tall and wide and it was just like you literally are just a monster. You're just a giant like Frankenstein's creation. That's what I got called a few times. Um shout out to the amazing Dazilum. Indeed. Without him, I would, uh, I, yeah, God, without him, Jesus. On the podcast next week. <laughs> yeah, he is on the podcast next week, so everyone look forward to that. Um, there is a, There was a time in school where I then, after bottling up all of that bullying from primary school, I was, as Harry describes them, an alpha male. And... <laughs> He was very, um, he was very, very nice about it earlier because he didn't mention it, but I used to bully the fuck out of this little one. Like genuinely used to bully the absolute fuck out of him. And it was basically because I thought I was funny. Um, I was like twice the size of him. Um, and yeah, it was just, I've got it was just one of those things because I was, I've got a funny story. So one time I saw the lovely Lemze sitting in the canteen with all of his friends. And I remember the conversation because it just cracked me up. (laughs) So I went over to my brother and the night before we'd watched an episode of Family Guy. And the episode was when Brian gets replaced with this new dog who's who's like really lovely, right? And I went over to him and I was like, oh, hi, Jack, how you doing? And he was like, hi, Harry, you're right. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, good. And he was like, and you left the canteen, presumably by the fact that my existence pissed you off. And I like did these click fingers, went, catch you later, handsome guy. And you went home and you told mum that you'd done all this in the canteen. And, and mum came up to me and she went, just don't speak to your brother at school. Just don't, just ignore <laughs> him at school. <laughs> he is not there. Just don't speak to him at school. And I was like, how have I? How am I getting poorly reprimanded for calling a guy handsome? <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, I was just I was an asshole to be honest. Like for for probably like three years at school, I would say year seven, eight, nine, probably ten as well. It's probably like four years. I think I just basically had enough of being bullied in primary school that when I got to my new school and I was still really fucking tall compared to everyone and i could just tower over people and i had this deep voice because i hit puberty way too early um i just felt like an alpha male and 
I was like part of the rugby team. I was the vice captain for the team. Ugh. And yeah, I was that guy. And I just thought I was, I just thought I was the um, dog. I almost dropped, a, almost dropped a C-bomb in the, in the <laughs> podcast there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was one of them, to be honest. Um, jock Jack, exactly. Such a jock. Yep. Replace um, that J with the K. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I was just a horrible human being for, for a long time. And then I think it was probably year 11, year 12. And me and Zara were having this, uh, were having this conversation the other day. Um, I don't know if you're here and I don't know if you remember it, but we were saying how we probably weren't the best people um, when we were kids. And like one day I literally looked in the mirror and this is even before me and Haz were, uh, were friends. And I just said, I mean, I won't say exactly what I said because it's not podcast friendly, <laughs> but I basically said, you are a massive bellend. I literally looked at, looked in the mirror and one day I went, you are a massive massive bellend you're in like like a friendship group that's awful this is before you guys Melrose and Alex although you're pretty awful <laughs> I'm joking I'm here I do remember yeah so we we're having this conversation and I was just saying like there was one day I looked in the mirror and I just said you are a fucking horrendous person and you are an awful person to be around because um <laughs> pretty awful um but yeah and it was just it literally just changed my whole perception on things and like i got a new group of friends alex dazilum or melrose um a few people that a few people that we still speak to as well obviously we we speak a lot more than than everyone else i mean i guess dan we speak to um and that was that was like the the change that i needed i think i just needed friends that actually liked me and I wasn't just trying to be a popular kid at school just because I was big and scary and alpha basically um and yeah I think I think that's sort of around the time where me and has sort of started to become best mate college yeah yeah so so yeah I was in sixth form yeah so um it would have been your last year of sixth form and my first year of college no can't you must have left sixth form no, 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 no. No, I was like 18, I'm sure. No, I was okay. 18. Was before maybe, that. maybe around there, yeah. So yeah, a good was... half a decade of uh, liking each other's existence. Mm. Which is which is pretty good, I think. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. There's a lot of people... A there's, a lot of, there's a lot of siblings that would still... That I know that would still get at each other's throats just for simply walking in their room, you know. And I think mm. that what we like have that. is really special. So it's me, and my yeah. sister. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah, I mean, I again, it's it's sort of what uh, what Lewis said. Like, it takes it takes a big person to say that you were uh, like you weren't a nice person, and like I'm fully willing to admit that. And Again, going back to what Blaze said, uh, I'm just going to get the exact thing. Make peace with your mistakes and turn them to gold. And I think, I mean, obviously, this is my opinion. I think I've learned from my mistakes and I have sort of turned it into gold. Mm. Um, I think I'm, especially now, I think I'm maybe apart from the the few issues that I've got going on behind the scenes, but I think um, I have turned those mistakes into gold and I'm probably the best version of myself that I have been in a very, very long time. Mm. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I I don't know what Has thinks of that, but I a hundred percent agree. I feel like we can talk about tough things or about disagreements without getting at each other's throats. And I think that it was like earlier. We don't have to that... talk about what it was about, but we yeah, had yeah. I I messaged him earlier and I said we need to sort something out because we had a bit of a shitty conversation over text and we need to sort something out. So I fucking called him and I said, we're talking about this now. And it was a fucking brilliant call. And I went down to my mum and I said, I just did something awesome. Me and Haz just spoke something out. And now we're like best mates and it's it's all fine again. And yeah, like, I mean, oh, there was, you've, you've got to do something, I mean, unexplainable for me to not, mm. you know, forgive you obviously mm. i mean you know there was always going to be forgiving in our conversation both ways right mm. um but i i 100 agree i feel like i can talk to you about things about literally anything and i don't i mean we don't ever fight we we can bicker we can bicker we could bicker mm. all day long but we'll never ever get into a legitimate argument um mm. Well, it, unless it's about this it's Nothing just... Nowhere album, but that's another picture. <laughs> it's a, yeah, but that's all opinions. You know, we get, it's opinions yeah. of those things, right? And if it's facts, you know, I can I can speak my opinion and I can get as as offensive as I like with my opinion, deliberately to annoy somebody so I get a reaction, then I go, well, I've won. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah I got a reaction. All right, alpha male. <laughs> yeah, you see, I'm alpha male now at five for eight. Thank you very much. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think our relationship surprises me, surprised me when we first sort of started really getting along because from going from literally arguing over things like Pokemon cards and, and things like that, like legitimate arguments that would get us banned from playing with these cards um, as a, as a young age. to strangle you over a game of Wii Sports. Yeah, get fucked, mate. <laughs> he was just terrible at tennis. Um, and um, to where we are now, literally, it's just like there's there's no there's no legitimate anger. Um, mm. There is that there, there's often um, you know things you want to vent about, but that I don't think there will ever ever be legitimate legitimate anger. Um, there's no point. Yeah. Because from what I've learned over the last half a decade is that there is nobody more important out there other than the cat. Z really? So I'm not crying this podcast, by the way. Yeah. Can I just no, uh, no can I finish off cry. one of the one of the most ridiculous reasons I got bullied for? Go for Go it. Because you're gonna love it. So I went to the canteen, I ordered myself, they used to sell grapes in uh do you remember this, Tom? They they sold grapes in like plastic cups. Oh yeah, a little lid on the top. Yeah, and I bought some grapes. They were seventy p. Brilliant. I oh, thought I have some grapes oh, today. I sat, I sat down at a table and I was promptly joined by a lot of year elevens who sat on the table with me. I was in year nine, and uh, they they said because I was eating the grapes that I was a grapist. <laughs> God's and sake. I was bullied. I was bullied for eating grapes. So from that point on, all of these year 11s called me a grapist. Uh, Sounds just... like old lens. I've won. 
thinks grapes are delicious. Yeah, so they do I. They're lovely. And, they are. Are. and they Fuck help them. digestion. Yeah. They help they're you great. shit. They are great. Yes. <laughs> they are great. I mean, it's pretty awful. I mean, it's pretty awful. And yeah. grapes are good. And I just thought, you know what? That That is one of the points in my life where I just thought, okay, this bullion thing, it's pretty mm. fucking ridiculous half the yeah. time as well. Like, people just come up with some stupid shit to piss you off. Yeah. And yeah. to be honest, if I had a kid, right, which God forbid doesn't happen anytime soon, if I had a kid and they were like, I'm being bullied. I'm being bullied. I'd say to them, like, I got bullied for my mum cutting my hair. You know what I'd say these days? I'd say, yes, my mum does cut my hair. What do you reply to that? What do you reply to that? They don't know what yeah. to say. Yeah. Your like, I got your bullied. For... Yeah, she's a fucking hairdresser. Yeah. I got bullied for wearing skinny jeans when I went to school on non uniform days. Everyone wore skinny jeans. Everyone wore skinny jeans. You walk outside, <laughs> you will see nine out of ten people between the ages of ten and thirty will be wearing skinny jeans. Yeah, it is pop some... culture. Yeah, but you you got to you got to remember though. You got to remember we went weirdo. to a, we went to an all boys Do you school. Breathe sulfur. Breathe sulfur. <laughs> we went to an, we an all boys school. So if you wore anything feminine. Jesus. Yes, God forbid, don't but wear then, fucking pink. Take your pink shirts off. But then those people started wearing skinny jeans. Yeah. I was the first one to do it. But the thing is, I got to the point when I was 15, and I felt like this is when bullying both kind of ceased for both of us, whether it stopped or we just didn't notice it anymore, Tom. Mm. I got to the point when I was 15, when I was like, you know what? It's just not worth it anymore. It's just not worth listening to the absolute shit that people come up with. <laughs> absolute shit that is developed from the minds of children half the time. Well, I think I, I think used to straighten my hair and get fucking slated for it. I remember I all I wanted hair, but... for my birthday one year. I remember all I wanted for my birthday one year was a pair of fucking GHD straighteners and some black hair dye. And I got that and I wore it to a party once and I think I cried in bed for a week after I got absolutely <laughs> fucking railed for it by everyone that was there. Filthy emo. And uh, Lonely Oh, Anderson. you listen to music with a guitar. I bet you cut your wrists as well. No! But it's <laughs> like having straight hair. Only Anderson, curly I... Shit. I wore white skinny jeans at one point. I yes, did. did. It helped me yeah. greatly. Everything I did to myself, I think it's very greatly helped me in life now because I used to have incredibly weak skin. Now my skin is very thick. Um, I am a teacher and I can tell you there were some comments. There were some comments earlier where people like, I feel like teachers have been through this so they therefore know how to deal with the kids. And do you know what? When you look at somebody who is bullying other people in the classroom, everybody else in that classroom, all of the kids in that classroom know that that person is a cock. <laughs> they just don't want to say it. They know. You can see it on their faces. They don't give a single fuck I'm done. I'm what done. people are on about. They know that they're a cock. Mm. They just let them get on with it. And the teachers do as well, because to be honest... Yeah, but the teachers, when, my, when I was about, didn't say anything. Say something. Call them a cock. I don't care if the parents are down the phone. This is what your child is like. Do you want me to record a fucking lesson so you can hear how much of a cock your child actually is? I think I'd... I'd, I'd well, unfortunately, unfortunately if the child is a cock... Genuinely, the parents usually are as well. <laughs> There's no point. 
I think the I think the I think I had something like that in a French class once where this kid was being a cock to 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 me and to Lewis, but mainly to me. And like I was just looking at the teacher being like, please say something. He's clearly being an asshole. And I got to the point where I snapped and I had we were trying to write something. He kept tapping me and I had my pen out and I whipped round and I like punctured his hand with my pen. Like to the point where it was bleeding, there was ink in the blood, and what? like, and at that point the teacher Savage. went. The teacher like sent him out, and I was like, "Yes, thank you." I caused we him to be. La- I caused him to be loud enough to get sent out, and I just was able to get on with my work. <laughs> I was really? like, "Thank God!" Fucking top notch that. Oh, it was amazing. Oh dear. Yeah, you don't, don't want to mess with me with when Tom. I snap. Exactly. If I snap, oh god, that's oh, not good. Zara. I'm so done with children's shit. It's not worth it. it um, does anybody else have anything to say on the bullying section? Um, I mean, I just uh, think like probably the lots, reason that but... I became a teacher was partly to help people out with these kind of issues. <laughs> I want to be a role model for kids, and I want to have conversations with the children. Especially being an English teacher, you talk about difficult subjects, and kids genuinely approach you with their issues. I feel like if I sit there and I say, because let's face it, I'm not that much older than them. I'm 24 and they're 16. Mm. They come up to me Mm. and they say, look, I'm being bullied. It's not very nice. At least I can say to them, look, I was bullied too. And uh, look how I turned out. Deal with it. (laughs) An English teacher. Look how I I turned out. And they go, oh, God, there's no hope for me then, is there? It should be compulsory that mental health and bullying and things of like that is spoken about and i think there oh, needs 100%. to be bigger sort of um punishments for bullies because like people that were bullied in my secondary school got a warning like one of my best mates reese he was bullied chronically chronically and all that happened to him was that the was that the reese was moved form that's it reese was moved form to get out of this guy's reach for 15 minutes in the morning before they went to assembly and after assembly obviously you are mixed in your classes now Mm. because you are in different classes different you know different skill levels whatever so he would end up seeing this guy for an hour and not 15 minutes and at every break time Mm. fucking expel him if he's doing it chronically who gives a fuck about your school's reputation you're gonna look like a better Mm. school for getting rid of a bully than than getting rid of you know, uh, than just getting rid of this guy from his classroom. It's all about funding. <laughs> then um, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, it yeah, does it need is. to be it definitely really needs to be talked about, but especially because it like, needs to be compulsory. It, because it PSHE can be every week mental health. For well, because it can 15, it 20 carries on for so well, long. It's not like you lessons, get. But... It's not like you get bullied and then a year later you're like perfectly fine. Like I, what I was bullied when I was what anywhere between the age of eight to 15 i'm 24 now and i'm literally only just starting to deal with the the shit that i was bullied for so like it's not an easy fix after bullying <laughs> it stays with people it's a mm. uh, there's a reason yeah and the amount of fucking waffle that some teachers do in assemblies that they could replace the time as a whole year to talk about things this important, like some of the things, some of the fucking assemblies that we had is like, we just, we didn't need to be here. We could have been studying. We could have been, I mean, I would never have studied, but we could have been doing anything else. And it's just like, please, I understand sometimes that you want to do a humorous story in assembly, but I think like 
teachers and i think like obviously for you lewis and this is something that obviously you're very very passionate about and it's something that you may potentially pull across to other teachers and stuff but like the importance of talking about mental health is colossal and other teachers should should understand that because it is just it is just like the most important thing because you know i agree suicide in teenagers is far 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 too colossal in numbers nowadays that there must be a way that we that you know from growing up and going through school now i'm not saying teachers are responsible to help these people but i'm saying that things need to be brought across especially in tom's case coming out as asexual and having problems with their sexuality and and those sort of feelings of complete self-doubt mm. um to bring that across you know for example sex education is not just a male and female doing missionary there is so many more things that you can talk about in sex education which needs to be brought across and i think the same the same thing with mental health oh, i agree mm. with you and yeah. i was actually told today after one of my lessons that i didn't um my feedback was that i wasn't being myself enough around the kids and it kind of made me have a moment of realization. They haven't met the real you then. <laughs> well, it kind of made me. You're a cop. <laughs> it, it made me have a bit of a realization and think, you know what? I actually need to be a bit more honest with myself when I'm teaching and not have that teacher viewpoint so much. And like when we're talking about certain topics, actually engage them with my own stories and and my own kind of experiences of things. Mm. I think that's really important in being a role model. And I feel like that's the position of teachers in school is to be a good role model to their students. Mm, absolutely. Um, okay, we're going to move on. Um, uh, if nobody's got anything to add, I'd like to no. do the IPA review. Go for it. Lovely. I'd love just to very so, ironically, I just wanted to, just wanted to say something very quickly. In sick form, um, after, I had, after I had this talk with myself in the mirror, I actually did and. Uh, Alex Moore, as you might remember this, but I did a whole school assembly. I was kind of a, I was kind of an avid public speaker, but after that chat, I had, I did this assembly on bullying and the effects that it has. And I remember opening up saying that I had been a bully in the past on the assembly. And I remember getting called into the headmaster's office after that and being like, what, like we weren't expecting this. Yeah. Like fair play to you for coming out mm -hmm. and saying, you were a bellend basically and now you've had this chat with yourself and you've you've changed your ways because it hopefully it comes across to other people and i think sometimes people literally just need to look in the mirror and be like do you know what you're an arsehole and you need to change you need to change the way that you are because people just don't like the person that you are and mm. you shouldn't like the person that you are because it's just not not nice at all but yeah marriage you recall yeah i did this yeah it was huge it was in front of a thousand kids and i was pretty fucking scared but yeah it was good and it was really good to open up after i'd had the chat with myself and sorted out my life basically in a year assembly i once wrapped chipmunk thank you we had one of our teachers sing michael jackson <laughs> without a backing track oh acapella oh. and then she gave us all a detention for laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, Brilliant. we all had to come back. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Could you do that? Do you remember that, Tom? Just beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it. 
That is fucking brilliant. That is very brave. Oh yeah, IPA scores, right. Uh, yeah, this is pretty good. I so I gave it, so. the Phantasma gluten-free IPA. We're going to bring up the IPA scores again and get rid of the uh, mental health review. Thank you so much. Mental health review, mental health section. Thank you so much for listening to that as well. We have raised an astonishing £516. Now, um, 150% over our targets. Thank you so much for people who have donated uh, to that cause. Okay, so in terms of the scores, I'm just adding in Jack's, um, and then we need to get Sam's, I believe. Um, oh, those cans look good. They do. They are beautiful cans. Uh, oh, we got fives from Sam. Okay, quite a low. Sorry, you got to guess the lyrics. Why? Why not? Go Back for it, in it. There while we're doing the scores. Go yeah, for go it. With the Everyone in chat, get involved. Get Come on. involved. And we don't want uh, a biased one this time, please. Come on now. Yeah, not just for Jack. It's a very good yeah. song. <laughs> Playing my song Playing with... into my size, it hurts. I can't lie. Remember those times I fought to get out. I don't recognise this. Come on, Jack. Playing my Playing song my... into my size, Playing it hurts. Playing my song into my side, it hurts. Can't lie, remembering. I really don't know. Fought to get out. Next line, Zara. Maybe. Yeah, next line. While we're getting next the line, from Mr. McGregor. Connor. I need to add this to my... Who the fuck is that guy? Play my song into my side, it hurts. I can't lie. I have to say 6.75. So I think I'm probably going to apply for a job at a theme park on ride operations. Oh, That's very awesome. nice. Speak to my man Dazzylum about that. My man works. I want to get, want out. To get out. Oh, um, it's not Joji, is it? Yeah, it's Joji. Remember those times I thought to get out. Um, Joji. Um, is it is it Get Out by Joji? Is it called Get Out? Get out right now. Want to get out? The is end it, of you and me. Is it that one? Isn't the one that the chorus is like "Give me, give me love" or something like that? Give me love. Oh, give me, give me love. Yes. That one. No. Drink. Give me love, Joji. Okay, oh, there yeah, we yeah. go. We got it in the end. That's Jojo. Damn it. That's it! I was awesome. so close. I was one. <laughs> I was one bowl off. God damn it! It's a great song. My song was better. <clears throat> nice. <laughs> banging God song. Sad. It is a banging song. We love a bit of Joji. Right. Do you want to go through Six. some of these scores? Yes, metric. I am sad. Okay. Thank you. We're going to go through me. the scores for this Phantasma gluten-free IPA. Go for uh, it. We got a taste score of 6.25, an aftertaste of 6.75, a crispness of 6, a drinkability of 72.25, and an overall score on the door for this one. Oh. Remember the last one got 0.88 out of 10. This one I think it's going to be that 6.56 overall, which puts it in the mid place one, for the low. 2021 reviews. Um, yeah, the last one got 0. 0.8. Yes, Blades. It was bad, it was dude. It it was terrible, mate. It, it was awful. I gave it to Max to hope that he would drink it. I had three sips, and one of the sips was to get my anger out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, so that has dear. been our IPA reviews for the night. Thank you for partaking in that section. Obviously, if you mm. want to get involved with IPA reviews, you have to be over 18 or mm-hmm. over 21 in the US. Um, go and buy the IPAs. They're always on our Discord, exclamation mark Discord. You can catch us live at 8 p.m. GMT on twitch.tv slash blocks apart. We are a stream team. There are four of us. Twitch.tv slash blocks apart. Twitch.tv slash I am thy shark. Twitch.tv slash Darth Benke and Twitch.tv slash Lemzy. We are all in the same Blocks Apart stream team now. We are all on the same Discord. It's very easy to find us. You can see our podcast on anchor.fm and see everywhere we stream onto. I believe we need to do a Would I Lie to You. This oh. is so exciting. <laughs> Car Jack. New Would I Lie to You. I mean, both me and you still need to do it because I didn't get to do mine earlier. So you go first, then I'll do mine. Okay. Um, so, Has You Can't Answer This. That's fine. Melrose, you can't answer this. And Alex, if you're still here, you also cannot answer this. So it's true. Hmm? <laughs> no. I said so it's true. Don't know that. I guess true. <laughs> oh, shut up. I, <laughs> I once competed for Athletics England in a chosen athletic sport, which I can tell you was discus. Oh. Mm. I'm going true. I think it's false. I'm going true. I'm going false. I'm going true. And once everybody's put their things, you're about to answer, I can tell you why I think it's true. (laughs) Because he's got strong forearms? No. True. There's a lot of true. I'm, I'm going to say trust. false because I don't think that sounded a very confident response. I think it's true because oh, I'm not going to lie. I'm not I think you've mentioned blade. discus before to us. He didn't, he didn't go I'm... to England. He only threw it pretty far for the school. Okay. That's his blood being us. I'm going to say it? true. Okay, say it again. So I competed for England athletics in discus. False. Why is discus even false. a spot? Rain says, because it's awesome. It's right? Greek I think it's false. I, I remember your false. orange trotters you had. They were a statement. Game <laughs> true. They were a right. statement. I know about the sport, but yeah. So what are you saying, Zara? Oh, you said true. Don't diss discus. Exactly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Him trying to poke his face this makes us think it's false now. Okay. Right, go right. On. Is everyone happy with their answer? Yeah. Yes. So, Tom, you said true. Yeah, I did. Lewis said false. Lewis, you said it's false. Tom, why do you think it's true? I only said it's true because I'm almost 100% certain you've had... I, I may be wrong about the English athletics, but I'm almost certain you've mentioned discus to us before, that you have you did discus. Okay. okay. And, uh, Lewis, why do you think it's false? Because you didn't sound very confident when you were answering that. Okay. So, Zara, I think there's a little detail that's wrong. Interesting you say that because it is actually false. Hey. However, however, I still have somewhere I was invited to England Athletics, but I never competed for them. Did you do discus though? I did. I right, still okay. hold the Oxfordshire record for under 16s and under 17s. Okay. That's wow. the only reason I went with it because I'm I was all like I'm 100% certain he's mentioned discus hang before. Hang on, hang on, stop. Why didn't you go? You could be fucking loaded. Because I hated it. It was so boring. 
Look at me, I can throw this far by. <laughs> I got a triple A grade and then got invited to England Athletics and hated it. What a nerd, exactly. What a fucking nerd, bro. What a fucking discus nerd. This is why he was sacked from his catering job, because yeah. he kept fucking lobbing plates at people. <laughs> I'm just he throws... practicing, what do you mean? <laughs> the only thing he throws now is Warzone games. Whoa! Oh. Six kill lems? Oh, Six kill lems? <laughs> that was just the disrespect. Uh, okay. Lewis, go. Okay. Okay, um... I almost changed it, but I'm just going to roll with it. Tom's the only person who's not allowed to answer. Um, True then. So, when I was 15, we were given a task in English to create our own um, event that we would run uh, at school. And me and my friend, we decided to hold a uh, community awareness day where we would get loads of different shops in the community to come together in the town square and um, essentially just sell their products from market stores. We'd charge them £25 each and we would do the music for them. Um, so we did that event with the town centre manager. We got £2,000 off the council and then we we're allowed to do a Christmas event. Now for the Christmas event, we decided to sell stock ourselves. So I went to Poundland with my friend and I bought lots of things in Poundland that we thought would resell, such as key rings and like nail extensions. And what we did is at the event, we raised the price of them to about five pounds per item so that we're making four pounds profit on each piece we'd bought at Poundland. Um, we also sold hot chocolate, but the hot chocolate we bought was this big in the can. And we had a like a 40 liter urn that we needed to heat the water in. Um, so the proportion, it was incredibly watery hot chocolate. I remember an old lady standing in front of us and just cringing as she drank this hot chocolate from us that we sold for about three quid in these tiny little cups. And we had to double the cups up because um, because they were so thin that they were burning this old lady's hands. That was way too long and I sort of lost you about halfway through. I'm going to go with false. <laughs> I'm going with Although false. it was way too in depth to be false, it's true. I thought I think you've gone. I think you've gone over the top. I oh, think you, I think truths. you are trying to portray such an accurate story. When in hindsight, all you really did was actually just burn an old lady, and none of the rest of it happened. <laughs> uh, truths from Zara, Blaze, Lottie, uh, Dazzlem, and Metric yeah. of false. Over overcompensating. You see, that's what I think. Dazzlem is compensated for something. Robbing bastard. Well On the other hand, it could be true because people just feel bad, so they're like, oh yeah, I'll spend a five quid on this fucking Well Are you going with true or false, Harry? I'm I'm sticking with false. I think you have overcomplicated the story to try and make it sound true. And Jack I'm going with true because there's way too much fucking detail. <laughs> um, it is true. I did swindle old what? ladies into buying shitty no, chocolate. Do you want to know the worst bit about this? So for these events, they That's bought incredible. really nice, like, speakers, which he ended up just mm. keeping. <laughs> he used council <laughs> money and kept the speakers. <laughs> 
Swindled season, baby. Let's go. You know what? Fair play. I thought that was overcomplicated. I think I felt like you were really trying to compensate for something there. But that is some hustle right there, and I appreciate that. Fair I'm play. A dove hand at running a business, you know. Oh yeah. dear. Uh, yeah, that's true. Swindled. Fair play. <laughs> fair play. Uh, cool. So we're going to move on to our final section. I realise we're running a bit over time. Uh, we're going to talk about our gaming section, uh -huh. which is run by, I believe Me. it's Jack. Oh. Oh, it's Tom. Me. Holy shit. God. The disrespect. The disrespect here. So, I mean, it's kind of like, I know last week we had, uh, it was a bit different. This week it's more of an open-ended question to everybody in chat and to you guys. But, um... The question is, uh, do game series get worse the longer they go on for? So that's game yes. series like the COD series or like the Mario series, um, the Zelda series. Do they get worse the longer they go on for? Yes. Uh, go on then, Lewis. Go on, Lewis. Elaborate on that. very passionate about this. Assassin's Creed. That's all I have to say. Hmm. But he got the other side of the coin there, brother. <laughs> the... Origins, Odyssey, Valhalla. Shit. One, two. Odyssey, Origins, Valhalla. Good Assassin's Creed's Brotherhood. One, no. One, two. Revelations. Delusional. Fucking delusional. <laughs> Revelations the was good. Yeah, yes, that's I'll, my favourite Assassin's Creed. I played Black Flag and I got That's my favourite Assassin's Creed. Revelations. Oh. Oh, that is yeah. a revelation, That's a revelation for bin, me. Lewis, exactly. Do you know what was shit? What is awful, yeah. Do you know what was shit? All the oh. other Assassin's Creeds. Because oh, they didn't. Oi! At the end of Revelations, right? Sorry for the spoiler. Desmond just fucking dies. What's the fucking point? It you ruins just said it. He likes that game. Yeah, I know, except the ending, because then it brought on this shitty franchise where it's like, oh, you're in a video game, blah, 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 all this bullshit. Piss me right, off. Hang the on. movie was okay. shit as well. Because, because Rain's come up with a very good comment. Mm -hmm. Zelda has got better. Breath yeah, of the Wild like, is easily on. the best Zelda game. It is better, but that's because tough. the graphics have got better. No, it's because it's open yeah. world game, and you don't game have to follow the main quest the whole way through. No. I think Zelda <laughs> was good even before. Shit, Lewis. I right, think, no, I think... Lewis, you're chatting shit and I'm bored. So, <laughs> no, uh, uh, I, right, I have game. two examples. I have two examples. Um, my first being Pokemon. Yeah, my Got Pokemon worse over mine. time. Got worse yeah. over time. Um, I think that black and white was a very forced game. I thought Black and White 2 was more forced than practically anything on this planet. Yeah. My fucking God, they were bad. Sun and Moon? Okay. Very pretty looking games. But the, the storyline... Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon? Headbutt a wall, mate. My second example is Dark Souls. Dark Souls 1? Amazing. Stunning. In fact, you can even go further back. <laughs> Demon Souls? Amazing. Dark Souls 1? Amazing. Dark Souls 2? Still a very good game, but an anomaly. Dark Souls 3, amazing. And then you've got other Souls-like games made by the same people, like from FromSoft. You've got the likes of Bloodborne, Sekiro, the Demon Souls. I think consistently across the board, they have either leveled off or got better, in my opinion. Mm. Um, they're my two examples. Harpsy, 
Um, somehow I still end up buying all the COD games. Uh, Call of Duty is an immense example. Um, I think it's gone downhill full stop since Modern Warfare 2. Um, mm -hmm. I think no, zombies, got, zombies got so fucking overcomplicated, it hurt. Mm. Um, sorry, Sun and Moon, I said it's not that bad. No, Sun and Moon is terrible. Ultra Nunch Moon is also terrible. terrible. I meant X and Y. X and Y weren't bad. Mm. Sun and Moon is just... Uh, just snap your fucking disc, I don't care. Um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, what what was the other game I was on about? I got distracted. Uh, Dark Souls. Dark, Dark Souls, Souls and, and Call of Duty and Call of Duty. Uh, Call of zombies, Duty. I thought got far too complicated. Black Ops mm. Two was the best COD. Big Craig, you uh, you're not even eighteen. You should be playing that. Black Ops Two and Black Ops Three. <laughs> um, Modern Warfare Two was absolutely amazing. It was, it was yeah, such it was a fucking great game, and I think it's gone mm. downhill since then. I think there's been a couple of good games. Um, sort of in and around. Um, I think one of the main things is um, F1. I think the F1 games have got so much better over time. And the same with Gran mm -hmm. Turismo. I, I know obviously that comes with the whole stigma of new cars coming out. So therefore you get to drive new cars and whatever. Um, I, I think the, the actual question that Tom is asking us is, is, is very... It's a very good debate, really, because oh, yeah, there's no, so many examples it. and so many opinions. Like, for example, Lewis saying Origins Odyssey and Valhalla are shit, right? Are. Some other people, that's your opinion, <laughs> not a fact. Quello, Quello that's like that vibe. That's your opinion. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. I played, I played Valhalla. Like say, I enjoyed it. I'd also like to say, what's better? Animal Crossing. Yes, Sophie. Hold on. What's better, RuneScape or RuneScape Old School? Old school. There you yeah, go. Old school. Point rested. It's not I win. point proven. It's, it's There's not the like point a, proven. There's millions of games. Oh, fucking hell. Far Cry. Right. Far Cry got worse over time. Far Cry 3. Far Cry 3 went downhill. Yes. Way Shit. downhill. Far Shit. Cry 5, they took out the hunting mechanic where you hunt and make things. How do you spend your time on the game if you don't do anything other than the actual missions? Yeah. So one I was going to bring up was, um, uh, and I was going to bring it up in two different ways, but one I was going to bring up was Halo. So, really? ha so Halo to me is is weird because because obviously it's got taken over by a different company. If they'd kept it of one to three, I'd be on the mind to say, no, that doesn't follow it because to me, three is the best of the games um mm. and i love odst that oh, that's an amazing one and then it got taken over and it Halo's did, shit though then went down don't make me disconnect you don't make me disconnect <laughs> I will you. Send you to bonk i swear to god i will mess up the stream <laughs> um, no halo is the worst game series that's ever been you're oh, the worst oh, game series um <laughs> Imagine this guy Bloody in bed. Bloody farming Alex simulator Alex fan over here. <laughs> what? <laughs> Borderlands got worse over time. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Oh, go on, Tom. No. Oh, Everyone bonk blocks apart, please. <laughs> right, oh, God. Tom. Tom. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
<laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Right. God, Some game. It's very dependent on the game series, right? Yeah. Thank you for the bonk, Big Craig. Um, I. <laughs> I think Pokemon has got worse. Um, I think after maybe Diamond and Pearl was pretty good. I think Emerald, Ruby, Sapphire was probably the peak. I'd oh, say. The, the remake, the remake of them was really good. So Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby. But I don't know whether I'd count remakes amazing. though, because that's just a remake of an yeah, already good game. Oh, Soul Silver and Heart Gold were unbelievably good. Oh, amazing. Um, Hot Gold was a peak for me, yeah, yeah. I think I uh, Soul Silver for me because I prefer Lugia, and yeah, Aorus I also really liked. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, guess... I think it very much depends on the game series. I think Diablo has been one that's pretty consistent. Star Wars good. Battlefront, yes. Lewis, mm. you've had your piece, all right. Um, <laughs> Diablo Two <laughs> is by far the best, and I cannot wait for it to get remastered. And expect me mm. to stream that shit because I cannot wait. Uh, Diablo Three is also Diablo. really good. Um, Diablo 1 I've never actually played, but I've watched it and read a lot of reviews on it because I really like the uh I really like the Diablo series and everyone said oh it's just a good game. Um I've yeah, got a really game big, series uh, that I think wait. got better over time. Mm. Uh that that obviously opposes Tom's original question. Um Crisis. Crisis 3, when they incorporated the bow, was Light is better than one, as we may mm. know from my streams. Um, oh, I never awful. played two, but I what from what I've heard, the mechanics are very similar. Crisis three, I think, also sort of was a massive, um, it was a massive thing in the actual gaming community. Like a lot of people really, really highly rated Crisis three. Um, mm. I think that is a game series, in my opinion that's um that's got better oh. over time benki game series for you what would you say about the borderlands series worse it's got worse borderlands it? one was insane untouchable untouchable um i mean it's a very unique game so therefore it's hard to compare it to anything else um you know it, it's not like comparing battlefield and cod um but the first borderlands is amazing the second borderlands is really good the third borderlands what i played is good borderlands one is just another level um max borderlands is shit fair enough your opinion i am um, i think here there's a lot of games that live off their hype so when you mm, talk about absolutely i agree when you talk about call of duty when you talk about borderlands when you talk about halo they all live off their hype they all were good first games, and I feel like that's why they're good now. It's because people really can't resist buying another Call of Duty game for the hope that it might be as good as Modern Warfare. Yeah, Modern mm. Warfare I, 2. Oh, I've got franchise. I can tell you franchise, they did get better. Spyro. Spyro 1 was great. Spyro consistent. 2. Spyro 3. <laughs> Beautiful. Ratchet and Clank kick. was pretty good all the mm. way through. Pretty yes, consistent. I agree, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. You know what I think probably controversially as well. I think Mario's got worse. Oh yeah, I agree with you there. Mario's now. I think the I graphic think... style of Mario worked better when it was a retro game. I think There's Mario. There's so many spin-offs as well. It's been taken in an odd direction. Mm. I think Mario Sunshine was fucking oh, quality. What, like, a, what game. a game that is. Mario Sunshine. Um... 
What else am I thinking of? I actually really like Super Mario Galaxy. I know a lot of people didn't, but yes. I thought it was a really good game. That but was... I think that's where it just started to go downhill. Like when it got to like the late Nintendo Wii and then like the Switch. Like I'm so, 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 so happy that they remade those three, the Mario All-Stars games for the Switch. I literally, it was the first thing on my Christmas list this year uh, or last year. Galaxy was so good. Yes, Big Craig, it was fucking awesome. Um, I never played Galaxy 2 because I heard bad things about it, but uh, I just, when they remade those games, it was just like heaven for me because they are the best Mario games by far. So I've just seen a comment where somebody said... What if, uh, you know, I don't know the look of it, man. <laughs> Dazzle him, you said Ratchet and Clank, uh, some of the games weren't as good as the others. Can we just appreciate the marketing strategy here, okay? The first game was called Ratchet and Clank. Then they named their games Going Commando, Up Your Arsenal, Tools of Destruction, Quest for Booty, A Crack in Time, Size Matters, Full Frontal Assault. Come on. <laughs> Now that the is a PS... fucking marketing strategy. <laughs> the PS4 Ratchet and Clank is one of the greatest games I've ever played. Yeah. So good. It was well, um, addictive. Mm. I was hooked. Mm. I was so hooked. Um, yeah. People say I about think the, Witcher. the games that have a fucking colossal discography are potentially the games that people will be very opinionated about. For the, likes of Halo, for the likes of Halo, for the likes of Final Fantasy, the likes of FIFA, Call of Duty, those kind of games. And then you've got games that sort of have one or two games in their series. For example, Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2, Titanfall 1 and 2. Um, Titanfall 2, Titanfall 2's campaign <laughs> is one of the greatest campaigns I've ever played. Amazing. Mm. It was short, but you'll be amazed how attached you get to a bloody robot. I was in tears. I was in tears mm. when BT died. What about died. Gears of War? I think that's got worse. I've never played it. Uh, Gears of War 2 was the peak for me. I think mm. it also depends a lot on the company as well, though. Because I think a lot of companies, obviously their first game is going to be the best because they make, made they made that game out of passion and love. And then they make the second one because it's done so well, so they want to make a sequel to the game. So that's usually if as good or sometimes if not better but then i think a lot of the time at least like the ceos and the leaders of the company get a bit all too big for themselves and they go we're going to make a third and a fourth and a fifth and it just starts to go downhill because it becomes about more about making as much money as they can rather than let's put out a game we're proud to put out um which i think is where games such as pokemon have gone downhill because i'm sorry but pokemon has become about how many games can we push down your throat and sell you yeah um and i think that's just nintendo in general they were they because they wrap up the prices they rarely have sales on it's all about the money Mm. it's less about let's make a phenomenal game that we are so proud of making Mm. Um, yeah, that's why we do remakes at this point because I think like if you remade Soul Silver, you could sell it for a hundred pounds, and I'd still mm. fucking be first in line to buy it. Mm, yeah, I agree. Um, that's what like people... you could remake. I mean, like like the Aura cla- remake. Like, just... Everyone fucking the loved entire community is oh. just after a Diamond and Pearl remakes, and they have been for yeah. years. For years, any other game comes out there, fans are like, "That shit, I want Diamond and Pearl remakes," <laughs> and like. Yeah. Because that's, I would say, Diamond and Pearl was the was the point where it then dropped off. Yeah, I mean, Black and White being mm. a sequel to Diamond and Pearl was 
like it was just so underwhelming it was it, it hurt it hurt hmm. um a big gaming series that i didn't realize had been going since 1981 wolfenstein now i have been very interested in the wolfenstein series because mm. i think it's, it's just a load of mm. violence uh from what i've played much worse over time much worse over time mm. i think the first one that came to next gen was really good and then the one about his children was like a uh, kind of rough and um interesting story about wolfenstein um it's based on nazi germany uh the german version instead of having hitler they decided to use hitler's face but just take his mustache off and instead of having the swastika they just used one line instead of uh both of them in the Wolfenstein recent games. Why are you trying to delete that from your past? It's happened. Just deal with it. It's like an ex-boyfriend. Mm. You know, you might forget about well, them. It doesn't mean they still didn't uh, exist. Bit yeah. of an understatement, I know. Yeah. But I just think it seems to be a bit petty that they like change the symbols. Like, mm. Nazi Germany did happen. It's not like England are perfect either. We wanted to take over the fucking world. Yeah, we did. Crazy. <laughs> crazy right worms I mean, worms is pog full stop i mean this is again this i think this has been another topic that we could talk for hours on. welcome um, in how are you doing I, I think we we often have these topics where we're like oh we'll have to talk about this again <laughs> this <laughs> is one of... yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> people seem to get really get involved with some of these gaming topics which is great mm. Mm. nice absolutely beautiful absolutely. well well um, i believe it's time for the final uh, would I like you? From, from the one and only Tom. Well, that Big hurts. Craig's absolutely done you in. That hurts. I'm not gonna lie. That's a bit painful. I don't. I'm, I don't get it. We've gone downhill over time, Lewis. Yeah, it has gone downhill. <laughs> Rough, I know. Tom, right? Okay. So, um, right. Let's do this. Um, when I was at uni, uh, I was part of the Taekwondo club and I was the captain. Um, and you have freshest week and you do like a, uh, like a, um, what do you call it? A session to bring new people in. During that new session, did I have to take one of, so my freshest from the previous year to hospital in an ambulance because he popped his knee out kicking thin air. <laughs> Not fighting anybody. Kicking thin air. Did I have to take him to hospital because he popped his knee out? I think that's true. I... Hmm. I'm going to go with false. Ooh. So Benki and... Banky and Jack think it's false. So I think it's true. Who else? What else have we got? Big Craig Jake thinks it's thinks true. It's G thinks, thinks it's true. It's I don't have a legitimate reason other than the fact of Tom doing Taekwondo. Okay. No, he he does. He does do Taekwondo. taekwondo. Yeah. Tom, do you I mean, do you taekwondo? definitely do martial arts, but I I, I do martial arts, arts. Yeah. Did not know that. I think it's false. I think it's false. Oh, so mm. Jack, you ready? think it's false. On, Benk Tom. thinks it's false. Lewis thinks it's true. It is true. I was the captain of the Taekwondo club, and during one of oh the first sessions, God. the kid popped his knee out 
kicking thin air because he didn't when you kick you have to spin your other mm. leg he didn't so his whole body went round oh, his knee didn't it went rough. like that it swole Rip. to the size of a watermelon i'm not joking oh my <laughs> it was God. huge watermelon what am alone? <laughs> so, uh... I've got them all right tonight. Oh. Who's the best? Me. Oh. <laughs> Oof. So, yeah, that Way was, that was interesting. Funnily enough, many of those mm. freshers that came to that first session didn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> After seeing his bloody knee being popped out, yeah, I don't no, blame him. Many of them didn't come back. Right. Just not good. We're moving on to a new Music Monday, aren't we? We are. We are. We are. We are. We are. We are. Um, Jack. Yes. What is your new music Monday for this week? My new music Monday is from the Nothing Nowhere album. Some of you might have known that I missed out. If you have listened to the album, a very, very, very good song on it, which is called Barely Bleeding. And this song is just so good. It's like. His vocals in it are are miles beyond anything that he's ever done before. His highs, um, it's just so, so good. Like his his vocal range in it, the lyrics behind it, the meaning behind the song, it's just, it is a beautiful song. And if there's any song I could recommend on that album, go and listen to Barely Bleeding from Trauma Factory by Nothing Nowhere. It is incredible. Very, very good. Mm. Yes. It's an amazing song. Oh, Tom, we go next? Uh, yes. I went, mine is not necessarily a new song that's just come out. Uh, it was actually meant to be my one for last week, but I've completely forgot and picked uh, Pearl Waves instead. So this week I am picking the new song from Crossfaith, who are one of my favourite bands. I love Crossfaith, and they've got a new song called Dead or Alive, and I fucking love it it's they're a metal band from japan and they they rule they're awesome i have nothing else to say mm. i fucking love the song it's dope mm. it's nice. mine awesome lewis um benki's gonna absolutely hate me and probably all of you actually but uh well, I was a bit stuck this week and I listened to my new new release radar and the one I liked most was I really like Ava Max. She's a pop star. Um I don't I, know who that oh, is. I don't know who that is. So I can't hate you. So I've got her C D. This is Ava Max. It's signed. Oh, I remember nice. this. I remember you buying that. You're very, very excited. Very, very you? good. She's got an acoustic sh- version of her song, um, of her song "My Head and My Heart," which I very, very much in- enjoyed. She is very catchy, Harpsy, and I really like Ava Max a lot. So yeah, that was really good. I enjoyed listening to that this week. It was a little bit different. Um, it was a little bit different from Nothing Nowhere and uh, from Pale Ways from last week. So I thought I'd add it this week because I, I really enjoyed that song. So that was my new music Monday. Oh, very nice. Go Amazing, on, man. Now, um, I'm going to choose absolutely nothing different from last week. I'm sticking with the Pale Waves album and finding one of the songs that hadn't been picked because that's all I've listened to <laughs> until I was forced to listen to the Nothing Nowhere album for the podcast. Um, the song is called Tomorrow. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> so the song is called Tomorrow. Um, 
I love this song. I think it is a proper poppy anthem. Um, in this track, she's speaking about her friends um, and friends that, you know, are struggling in these times. And I think that's such a down-to-earth thing to do. Um, I think that's really, really great for her to sort of, you know, Pale Waves are a massive band now. They're famous. And for her to sort of, you know, being out there supporting her friends who, who you know, may be struggling in these times to, you know, really write a song about them, I think is, is such a lovely thing to do. It might mm. be a sort of a... Uh, a glimmer of hope, a, grim- a glimmer of light for for these friends. Uh, she mentions a few names, Emily, Kelsey, um, in the song. Um, one of the lines being, uh, you're one of a kind, just trust me. Obviously, like for people that aren't well um, or are struggling, you know, it might be really, really honest and nice. Um, immensely catchy chorus. I think it'll be a real live anthem. And um, my favorite line in the whole song is the line, sexuality isn't a choice. Um, which is just pure facts. This. I and that I don't t-shirt. need to explain that because I shouldn't have to justify it. I did buy that t-shirt. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Just want to say, I just Lovely. have noticed uh, Dazzlem's comment that says, Tom doesn't go on nights out. I'll have you know, good sir. Yes. I do go on nights Stop. out. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that much of a prune. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you mean a prude? Not a prune. <laughs> I'm going to stick with what I said. <laughs> a prune. <laughs> I'm going to roll with it. See, I told you. I told you the person in the top right bullies me. I told you. All right. Should we? Uh, we're going to pick someone to raid. Thank you so much for listening tonight, and thank you for helping us reach our target. Um, we're over 150 percent of our target now towards raising money for Mind Mental Health, with um, 516 pounds raised. So thank you that so much, amazing. guys. Thank mental. you so much. Absolutely mental. Thank you so Insane. much. Yeah. Really good. Insane. Thank you for everyone who's donated. Um, we will be back next Monday at 8 p.m. with another TGIM podcast. Um, with Dazzlem, amazing, somebody else. Mm. Um, we're going to find someone to raid now. I think we should raid somebody new. I think we should raid someone with not many very viewers so we can be really, really positive and make their evening for them. Go for so it. So currently... Hang on, let me go live. I... <laughs> currently, I'm looking on this. I thought Stargy Valley would be a good place to start because there's a lot of chilled streamers in Stargy. Um, I haven't found anyone yet, but I'm just kind of scrolling through it. I've been doing it for a few minutes. Um, so just bear with me a second. I'll find someone to raid, and then we can all head over there together. If you guys want to put in your new music Mondays or things oh, you've been yeah, listening to, please it. feel free to whack them in the comment section. Uh, we have a um, collaborative uh, Spotify um, playlist, so we will be able to add your songs. Mm-hmm. And obviously, hope you guys are all well so, in chat. And we thank you, it? as always, for coming along to listen to us waffle for a couple of hours mm-hmm. about random shit. It's T-G-I-M-N-M-M on, um, on Spotify. Yes. Eden Gold, all of the 1975. Okay. At G. <laughs> 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 I 